Hello, my filmmakers, actors, and writers, and all-around artists. If you were just listed, then I'm especially excited for you because today I have on Ava Fincenda Dunnery, who is the CEO of a young production company formerly known as Friendly Ghost Productions, which produces both entertainment and commercial content locally. I have her on today to talk about the conception and growth of this new business, what its focus is in the film community, their future plans, and what it's like to start something like this, and the benefits it has on a community. So please enjoy this episode and don't forget to look down in the description and contact Ava if you want to get involved with them especially if you're an actress because they are in need so go take a look but in the meantime enjoy the episode Ava this is so weird I don't know why I don't what's your last name Pachenda Dunnery no one what yeah I have five names because I was about to say your full name like Ava for what is it don't most people just say Ava FD because my full name is Ava Louis Marie Pachenda Dunnery but the Louis Marie isn't legally in my name I just don't have a middle name so me and my mom gave me a middle name and we were like oh my last name's hyphenated so let's make my middle name hyphenated to make it complicated and Vinny's last name is also hyphenated it's Casper Kenny so we have a joke that when we have kids oh my that we're gonna give them poor children yeah we're gonna give them all (laughs) different variations of our last names kind of cool I guess like Casper Fachenda Dunnery Kenny and then the next one will be like Fachenda Kenny Dunnery Casper their names will be so complicated they won't even be able to be made fun of oh yeah absolutely it's like I, I don't I got none I don't know what to say like That's I mean I get Fakenda a lot Fakenda Fakenda and Dungary Is, what's your nationality um Italian and English really I don't yeah. meet many English people yeah, my dad's, like, off the boat, like, really? was born Fr- there. From England? No way. Yeah, but the thing is, right, because my parents were never married, I can't get uh, citizenship there. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. That would have been so cool. Yeah, like, I could have been a British citizen. Dual citizenship. Yeah, like, didn't so have to cool. go through customs. I'm so jealous when people get that. Yeah. And, like, for a lot of countries, even if, like, you take, like, their test or whatever, you have to be there for, like, 10 years. Literally. Um, you could, like, pay your way through, though, like, in secret ways. Like, you can, like, donate and, it's like, here's money, just give me citizenship, and they'll give it to you. Um, not, neither of us have the money for that, but it would have been cool to have dual citizenship. Yeah, I just bought a MacBook, so I definitely don't have money for that. <laughs> Bro, I fucking, not just, I mean, like, maybe, like, three weeks, no, four weeks ago. I don't know. I, uh, put, like, ten grand to my student loans, so. Don't even, like, and, like, when people say, good for you, I'm like, no. <laughs> that <laughs> sucked. Honestly, I got, like, pretty lucky for the most part, because m- even though, like, me and my mom don't have, like, the best financial situation. Uh-huh. Like, my aunt helps pay for some things overall. Oh, nice. So, like, yeah. for instance, me and my mom will put as much money down for my education, but then instead of taking a loan out with, like, the government. Do you have I federal? Do you have any private? I literally take loans out from my aunt. No way. Mm-hmm. I feel people do that. That's normal, though. Yeah, and eventually we'll pay her back. Just not yeah. right now. Um, I don't know too much about, like, loans and stuff. I feel like if you go into private, you usually end up getting more screwed than if you do federal. Um, Probably. Because right now, all that's been talked about in the last, like, five months, at least for students, is that, like, Biden trying to do a student loan forgiveness, which probably won't happen, but um, it's not going to be touching anything that's private. So you have federal loans, good job, because you might be getting some forgiveness. Otherwise, you're screwed. Honestly, I tried to stay out of, like, the whole student loan bit of politics. It makes me anxious. Yeah, I'm just like, (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. I'm just like, Um, no, ma'am. All right, so take a look. I wanted to um, obviously have you on for one of the biggest reasons that I know you for. Um... With Friendly Ghost Productions. Now, I want you to explain to that to me what that is. But as far as I know, it started out as a student-made film production, and now it's grown since then. Can you explain 
where how it started? Yeah. So actually, I wasn't a part of it being started. It was okay. actually um, our friends Josh Grayley, Vincent Casper Kenny, and uh, Hunter Clark. They all got together. Hunter and I know Hunter, yeah. yeah, Vinny went to high school together, and Josh is best friends with Vinny. Okay. So they were all like, "Oh my god." We're all artists. Let's make a production <laughs> oh <my> company. <laughs> right? Like pretentious artists do. Of you know course, what I mean? Of course. Um, and then they started making films together and we, they got to OCC and they put up a bunch of flyers that honestly I never saw. But Yeah, when did they do that? No clue. Because be I was honest. OCC too. They like I, I didn't like see I w- one. I feel like I would have heard about that. Right? Because I remember standing there sometimes, like, what what should I join this year? <laughs> and it was <laughs> Well, it wasn't through the school. Oh, it was, like, we, separate. Oh, even then, like, I'd go to the bulletin board, and, like, I never saw anything for it. Yeah. I Hunter said he put it everywhere. I didn't see it. I don't know. Maybe because it was in black and I white. Have, I just I didn't notice. Left, I might have not been there when. Fair. I don't know. I, I left, I think, in 2019 summer. Oh, yeah. Then definitely not. Because it was, he put it up when I joined, which was last February. Okay. And that's. 2020 yeah i wasn't there before the world absolutely collapsed yeah that whole yeah that whole <laughs> debacle yeah uh you know covid yeah and stuff who knows about who, what is that what is that what is um, that don't know her so sorry. so you so how do so you started it with, or they started it yeah but outside of the school yeah so like we met in school because they can't tell us not to group together yeah in the cafeteria area yeah, well, yeah and that we would just take like you know how there was like two levels and then there was the one level on the top, and then there was, like, a separate room for people to meet. Every single yeah. day, there was no meeting in there. You know, they had a whole bunch of those in the library, too. Yeah. Yeah. And we all, but this room was, like, huge. It was, like, four times the size of your room. Okay. And we would all just sit there, and then I'm not, like, I'm artistic in the way of makeup. I'm very good at makeup, okay. not to, like, gas myself or That's anything. That's fine. So you're like, here for. Yeah. Gang. Um, <laughs> But... I was like, yeah, I've done acting. I grew up in the industry. My mom's worked like with people like Ozzy Osbourne, Lauren uh, yeah, Hill. That's cool. that's cool. Worked on movie production. She was a guest judge on Project Runway, fun fact. Really? Yeah, and then my dad's a musician. So I was like, oh, I, I already have the ins yeah, in this. me, you know. You know, just no flex or anything. Yeah. And, um, you know, so then I went to Hunter and I was like, yeah, I've been on like movie sets before, so like I can help. And then I just started planning everything. And next thing you know, like... um. You know, they, Hunter and Josh both just needed a break. So uh-huh. n- then I got promoted to CEO of FGP with Vinny. Do you know um, why they didn't want it to be, or why they couldn't have it be student, like a, the schools? Because then school we would need an advisor. And we didn't want to go through, like, an advisor at school to, like, clear. We, you know uh, Jason Malloy? Yeah, I've heard He would have been a great advisor. He would have been great. I think he was going to be a part of, um... What was the thing called? Donovan was going to direct it. Uh, Model UN. I think I that was him it. in it, but I'm not sure because I kind of don't remember him. I just remember him having like a weird suit jacket. No offense if Jason? you see this. Yeah. He always wore normal clothes, like oh, never street m- clothes. Never mind. Maybe not. I just remember a weird suit jacket. I don't know. And I just remember him being like some like middle-aged white dude. No, he, he's Korean. Oh, nope. Not him. <laughs> Definitely not him then. <laughs> never mind. Nope. You're a totally different guy. Yep. Completely. I wonder if someone he, else. I wonder, yeah, I wonder who you're thinking about. I have no idea. I was never in like the theater bit of. OCC. Well, well he, he 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 wasn't really theater. He's a, uh, he's like more film and writing. Well, um, like arts. Gotcha, I, gotcha. History major, poli sci major. What is? 
What is poli sci? Political science. Okay, I was like, I political science, but poli sci. What the hell is that? It's kind of like a short term, just because okay. like. Okay. Well, who yeah, wants I'd never take it. Science? I'd like you to. I had no idea we were talking <laughs> about. Um, okay, so so right now you found yourself as the acting CEO of this production group, and now it started. You could say like a year ago now, or a year and a half ago. Yeah, like fully flourishing. Okay, and when it started, not that you may or may not know, because you weren't fully in charge when you started. What was it like compared to now? So different. I mean, we had, this is going to be sound very odd. Okay. We still have a problem with finding actresses. We have so many actors. That is actually very, uh, definitely odd. That's yeah. so weird. So, like, we're always trying to find, like, women actors and actresses, excuse me. Really? And, like, trying to, like, just, like, open the horizon. We just have, like, a bunch of very tall, lanky, skinny white boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Donovan. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. Big yeah. boy. Yeah, he's really big. You know, yeah, he reminds me of uh, a Disney character. I can't remember who, though. Prince Charming. Of course. Yeah, of <laughs> course. <laughs> um, no, I love Donovan. So, okay. So, yeah, that is really weird. Yeah. And the way I got into FTP actually was, so I went on a date with a guy. I won't say his okay. name because I don't know if he, like, wants me to say his name. Okay. Um, And he knew Hunter from high school, right? All right. And then they just went over, and I was waiting for him to go on our second date. Oh, right? nice. Mm, spicy. <laughs> And then I sat down, and then I almost, like, shat myself because then Donovan was there, and I matched with Donovan on Tinder. Oh, my gosh, that's And I awesome. was like, oh, no, so I'm funny. getting caught up here. I wasn't dating them, like, dating, dating. I'm not a whore, but, like, <laughs> you know what I mean. I was I was playing the I believe, field. I trust you. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Just got out of a seven-year relationship. Whoa, I'm just, seven years. I mean, on you. and off. 21. I, so we started dating when Jesus I was 13. Jesus Christ. Though. That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. I mean, like you, you don't really know anything else, though. So I mean, like if you get into something good, you kind of, I feel like, end up staying in it. Well, it wasn't necessarily good. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> then that goes back to me saying you don't really know anything else. So it's like I'm in mm-hmm. it. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those things. Like I was very like blind to a lot of things in that relationship, and I'm not going to say too much on it because I don't want to like completely slander his name. Yeah, no worries. You know what I mean? But like, you know, just definitely not a good guy. Okay. And would not recommend other girls dating him. Um, for cheating purposes. Well, there you go, ladies. Look out for someone. <laughs> Look out for <laughs> Look my out ex. For a guy. Yeah. Shout out Hoboken. <laughs> so, um, so so continue. So you were on this date. Yeah, and I just see like a whiteboard that says, "Who wants to be in a movie?" And, and I was like, like sure. and me being the narcissist I am, I was just like, "You want me?" Yeah, I was <laughs> you like, "You want me to be in that?" Excuse movie. me, I'm tall, white, and thick. I'm tall, Get me white on your thick. film. All right, nice. <laughs> and um. My mom's literally always said since I was little, I look better on film than I do in real life. I feel like I, I'm like, I understand what she's saying though, because I feel like I also look better in as long as I take them right mm-hmm. photos and film because especially with like the way shadows work. Yeah, and like if you're like if you're like yoked, if you're like shredded and ripped, overhead lighting, incredible, mm-hmm. right? So it's like whenever you're like having a good day at the gym, that's the kind of lighting you want. Mm-hmm. You don't look like that in the mirror. You yeah, look at yeah. uh, like that on your phone though, so I do think that like almost everyone kind of looks better on film, um, yeah. as if it's done right. I mean, like if I take an HD photo of my face, like when I was, I know seventeen, all the zits you saw, I'm like, holy shit, is that what I actually look like? <laughs> but it's not; it's just what I look like in the photo. So I mean, like, it depends on how you take it and who takes it, but you can definitely always look better. Yeah. No, it's also just one of those things. Like, I sound like such a narcissist right now. I feel so it's weird. Okay. But like, I would. I know my angles pretty darn well. Who doesn't? Well, who, you who, know. Who, who, anyone that's involved in 
film or, you know. Vinny doesn't know his angles. Is he involved with this stuff? He's literally a film major. And he doesn't. Well, we okay, well he's not he's not in front of the camera maybe, you know. He's yeah. behind it the whole time. He Definitely. he's like he's like I don't give a shit what I look like. I want people to, you know, see how I do things, not yeah. see me do the things. Yeah. That's he, fine. He's very funny. He's just like one of those things like even though he's be- used to being behind the camera, I'm like, "Oh, can you like take a picture of me? My my outfit looks cute." And he'll be like, "Oh, I don't know what to do." I'm yeah. like, "It's the same as film. Just I, take a good angle." I understand, Vinny. I understand what you mean though. I do understand cuz I'll get in the zone to like film something even whether it's short or long, but if like Someone's like, "Hey, can you help us film this, or can you uh, do a part of this?" Most of the time, I'm like, "I don't, I, I, did it, it has to come to me. I don't know." So I get mm. that. So you saw this whiteboard. We keep, we keep talking oh, about. Oh, sorry. I, that's <laughs> fine though. This is, what, this is what conversation's all about. So then I go to the whiteboard, and then I'm like, "Sure." And then I audition, and then like I get in, and then I realized um, three artists fine as friends, but they're not good at managing one their time. Uh-huh. Too, like capping their ideas a little bit to be a little more realistic. Yeah. So I was kind of always like just the mindset of being like, guys, like kind of like always the acting AD, but like in life. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Always like. We gotta, like their mom. Yeah. I've become yeah. kind of the mom of the group. Gotcha. Just overall just being like, mm, please don't fight each other. Yeah. Let's not. And um, yeah, I just, I remember I still have the doc somewhere. So you became like an asset to them. And yeah. then when it was time for them to move on to other things or take a break, it was like, okay, obviously Ava would probably be the best choice. Yeah. It was one of those things. And we were thinking about other people because there was originally three of them to be like tiebreakers, right? And I didn't want it to just be me and Vinny because like mm-hmm. relationship, you know, I'm going to. Yeah. Well, no, it, 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 what's the word? Um, Conflict of interest. It'd yeah. Be, it wouldn't be good. Most definitely. And like, um, so. But it never happened, and we were thinking about other things being like, oh, what if, like, Donovan can be a CEO or Terry, and they're like, wait, let's not do that yet because we don't know what their capabilities with that really could be. We know that they're great actors, but we just don't know. Or even Michaela. Yeah. You know? I don't know if you, like... I don't know... I know faces. I'm really good with faces. I'm off with names. Terry Um, and Michaela are dating. Terry kind of looks like Vinny, but without the beard and short hair and taller. That's how, like, they don't really look alike, <laughs> but, like, that's how, like, I imagine Let me get out Terry. all the photos I've taken of everybody real quick. No, I have right? no idea. But, you know what's so random? Uh, you called me, I think, to, to go online with everybody. I'm not sure why you called me, but. Probably <clears> to get on the, Among Us. At that point, I still didn't have your number saved. I I knew who you were, and I had all our text messages, but I didn't put Ava in there. So I answered, who is this? I thought you were, like, one of my friends from, like, years ago. I almost cried because you sounded just like her. Oh, no. And, like, no, like, it was a good thing. It was oh, a very okay, good thing. Okay, it, okay. it made my heart feel warm because, um, like, I, I miss her terribly. And I'm, like, we're not getting into that. But, like, I heard your voice. You sounded just like her. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I, I got so excited. But it was like, oh, it's just Ava. But just me. Just sorry. Ava. No, it's okay. No, I just <laughs> thought it was funny. Um, yeah, it's so weird. But um, I, I, I had your phone say your contact name is Ava FGP. Yeah, not FD, FGP. What's FD? Pretend to generate. No, full circle. Friendly Ghost Productions. Oh yeah, okay, sure. Now <laughs> I'll come out and I'll and I'll fucking do that. Yeah. No, for me, like FGP has just been one of those things. Like I'm able to like, I think everyone can tell I'm pretty much very alpha. I mean, in like your name is. What's your name in the Discord? Uh, fucks in charge of you fucks. <laughs> okay, or in my defense, Vinny put that, and it's fucker in charge of you fucking fucks. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know why he put that. Who, who's Jesus in that? Vinny. That's Vinny. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know because he looks like Jesus. Because because one time I got confused. I his 
thing lit up green, and it was a woman's voice. So I was like, who the hell Oh, is that, that was, I go on his PC a lot. Oh, okay, so that was you? Yeah. That's so confusing. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's like, okay. how, like, Terry and Michaela sometimes go together. That's fine, that's fine. You know? Um, so, an acting CEO, they were like, here, Ava, here's, here's, the, here's the torch, good luck. What is it that you do now with it? Uh, from the Ghost Productions. Um, I'm the one who kind of like. So like Vinny's the more like creative mind, obviously. Okay. So he writes a bunch of scripts, and then like how I many writers are involved with you guys? Honestly, like a little bit of everyone. But like, who's titled as writer? Because I know you guys have. Uh, Allie, who's like amazing. Mm. Allie Shaw, shout out! Like I know she her. Right did. Yeah. Um, we did the. Yep. Yeah. Uh, she wrote Killer Instincts and Don't Kill Your Friends, which unfortunately I had to stop, which kind of sucked. It's but, okay. Um. Which we'll call it. Um, Allie. Garrett wants to write something. Uh, Vinny's a writer. We have a new kid named Yariel. He hasn't shown me a script yet, but he is a writer. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other writers. I'm so sorry if I'm forgetting you. Please don't kill me. It's just <laughs> a lot it's of people, but mainly yeah. Allie and Vinny and Yariel are primarily writers. And um, I mean, like, I don't really know if you're going to be able to answer this. Um and it's going to reveal some bias, but not bias in a bad way, because every production company or group has their own taste. Mm-hmm. What kind of stories do you like producing? I like, I just like something that's not been told before. Well, I mean, like everyone does. Don't yeah, they? but like, to be like exact, like I don't want just another rom-com. And Vinny agrees with me. Like, we don't want to do like a bunch of like sappy rom-coms and like stuff like that. We want to do stuff that's going to like... For lack of a better term, when you're really high, make you think. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, one of those things that you're like, whoa. I understand. I mean, like, have you ever tried uh, writing something? <laughs> uh, I used to write short stories That's all okay. the time. Why are you laughing? That's great. <laughs> no, 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 because it was so bad. Why? Because, uh, so my assignment in class was to write a sci-fi film. Okay. And Or a sci-fi uh, story. And inst- everyone Sci-fi's went hard. Yeah, but like inst- everyone went super serious because we read um, Ursula Le Guin's, I forget the name, I think it was like The Left Something. Something oh, to do with know. the, le- I don't know. It was a really weird book. Like everyone was changing genitals and like, it was oh, just so wow. weird. Yeah, it was That's incredible. It, strange, strange book. Didn't grasp it at, in 12th grade. Okay. Didn't understand it. I was like, ugh. So instead of giving <laughs> us an essay, because we all kept failing the reading quizzes because no like, one understood what was yeah. happening. That yeah, sounds pretty dense. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. Um, they made us, or Dr. Salai, one of the best teachers I've ever had, um, made us write a sci-fi story, and everyone went super dark, like I said, and <laughs> instead I decided to write a comedy sci-fi about was, President yeah. Trump okay. and how um, he pissed off North Korea and a nuclear war happened, and that... Wait, what makes this sci-fi, though? <laughs> no, 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 no. And they made everyone... Because of the radioactive stuff. Okay, there it is. It made everyone's lifespan only a day or two. That's awful. It's like a fly. Yeah, exactly. That's literally what I wrote. Okay. Like a day or two, like a fly. Okay. And <laughs> it was this. Gotta get that A. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And the only or reason C. I got 100 was oh, because it was hundred. funny. Okay. It was That's just good. like it's comedy different. primarily. It was pretty bad and that's how me and Vinny met was i asked him if he could make this a script for some reason because i was like kind of proud of it in a weird it was like a funny proud you know like look at this um and he was like sure little did i know he just had a thing for me and he wasn't actually gonna do it i will read anything you give me literally please (laughs) please let me do it i think the funniest thing is is me and Vinny went to kindergarten first grade together without even knowing 
That is weird when, when that happens. Yeah. Sometimes. And because it was in Hoboken, like yeah. not even down here. We both, he grew up in like West New York. I grew up in Hoboken yeah. and he went to Hoboken Catholic. Well, I think it's funny that like, this is, uh, I, um, <clears throat> my girlfriend went to the same orthodontist I did when I was a child. It's like, there's a chance maybe we were in the same waiting room at one point. That That's about it for me though. How long have you guys been dating now? It's been two years and three or four months. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we've been friends for a little over five years. Yeah, she's great. I mean, like, I'm madly in love with her. And I'm like, she's doing really good right now with a lot of things. So, I mean, like, she's fucking fantastic. I mean, like, I, I talked about it with Danny. Um, it is going to go back to the friend with the... I always want to say friend with benefits because it just rolls off the tongue from all the fucking movies and shit. <laughs> uh, Friendly Ghost Productions. Um, it's going to go back to all this stuff where it's like you need a team, you know? You mm-hmm. need to have, whether it's someone, your significant other, spouse, whatever, like behind your back. We also need all those friends. You need the people that are as passionate as you in, you know, all your ventures to actually make something, you know? so Plausible, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, so having her is, is, is great. Um, whether it's you know, actual support for, like, helping me move stuff out of my room or something, or just, like, emotional support. It's, um, I mean, having the right person or people is definitely important. It's so like your partner in crime. Absolutely. So, very blessed to have her. Um, Shout out to the girlfriend with the same birthday as me. Yeah, birthday oh, twins. yeah, she has the same birthday, December 3rd. Um, is she 99 as well? She's 26. No, no, no. So Not like she's 99 years old, like 1999. Was she born in 1999? Well, she's 26. So. Oh, oh, she's, oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I now I looked up. We both. Yeah. Looked wait. Up I don't even understand. I couldn't even. It's like no, not like. I'm like, what can she mean if that's not what? No, she meant? I just thought you like. I was confused for some reason. Like I thought. <laughs> never mind. I just. I, <laughs> there, there's no no going back on that. I just had the bleach uh, got to my head. Okay. That's just funny. let yeah, me have my don't moment. Don't drink too much. That's where all the bleach is. Literally. Um, but no. So with friendly ghost productions. It sounds, you know, I'm like, although it's very young, you know, all things considered, um, that you're, you know, growing a good group of people and you've got, you know, writers that you're, you know, whether it's you're, you're proud of them or just happy to be with and have, you know, good assets to your group. Um, sounds like you got a good thing going on here, but so it, it, it started at OCC, started at school and you grew it from there or you helped grow it. Now you're an acting CEO how often you guys try to tackle something new? I mean, we did just try to tackle, uh, tackle, uh, <laughs> tackle, um, which we'll call it, um, theater. Yeah. But then we looked at uh, theater insurance costs. Well, that's what I wanted to actually ask you about. I want not not about that play specifically, but when who, whether it's you guys out of your own pockets <clears throat> or sponsors, or whatever. How do you back things that you like to produce? Our paychecks. Yeah, right? So it's very it's a very passionate group of people that believe in what they're doing. Yeah, so it's mainly, like, we'll pull from things because, like, we've had a couple side jobs. Like, um, Vinny and Hunter both did a thing for um, Jenkinson's Boardwalk. Okay. And then we did the Haunted Trail commercial. And I forget what the actual name of it is because nice. I wasn't too involved with that project, no to be quite honest. And, you know, like, we use money from that whenever we can, but we also need to make sure that, that bank account has money in it so that we don't yeah, have you gotta to pay for the sure bank account. Yeah, you got to make sure you're getting something in return. Yeah, and we have, like, I'm so bad at the, like, proper terms, but, like, an LLC. LLC. Yeah. yeah. For it, and, like, it's all these things. Like, a lot of people, like, they'll look at what we do, and they're like, oh, that's easy. When it takes so much work. A lot of people say that, though. All of the I mean, time. I mean, you got to, those people don't, don't understand. 
Yeah, and then there's people that's, like, upset with us because we can't do something, and then there's people that, like, we want to do it, but, like, we plausibly cannot. Like, like it, what? Like, um, we used to have a member, um, I recently low-key had to, like, kick him out for saying... Um, oh, okay, I, I, I know you're talking about, right? I, yeah, I okay. think so. Um, for saying very sexist terms and uh, racial yeah. slurs and things like that, and I'm not gonna stand yeah, well, for that. Yeah, you know, and um, he wanted to do like a shadow man project. What is that? Yeah, like we don't have CGI. He wanted to do this whole CGI. What, is that, thing. what does that mean, though? Shadow man. He pretty much wanted to do like a cop story, but his shadow was like causing crimes or something like, like that. Noir, kinda. yeah. It was a weird concept it was interesting it was one of those things like a major like head thing yeah but like definitely not something we could do right now like there's scripts that we can do right now like we filmed meta i think we finished filming the last four episodes in december january uh-huh and we're still editing that we're still editing killer instincts because there was a, a machine in the background and we're trying to learn how to edit out the noise yeah i mean like i feel like one of my guests that unfortunately she wasn't able to make it on. She was actually supposed to record a couple of days ago with me. Um, she had like a something she had to do. Like it was whatever. Not the point. Um, she is a sound engineer, and I mean like people that are, know how to do stuff like that. Holy shit! Sound is one of the hardest things to Literally. edit. I mean, I I I can't do it. Are you kidding me? And the amount of time I spend trying to figure this stuff out. I mean, like you. I mean, not only do you have to have the ear for it, but there's a lot of like uh, programs to learn. You know, to get the right sound. Um, so the the best way to record sound is to do it right the first time. Literally. So that kind of sucks. If if you got like a little problem there, you got to figure that out. I hate that. Yeah, and we try to use like the lobs, and then we yeah. forgot to take like pause it every single take, kind of thing. Oh, so, so then, then we you have, have to go through all of that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that one's taking a little longer than we have hoped. But then like we have so many strong actors in that film, like Michaela. We had Sean. We had Ruby. Did absolutely phenomenal like that was like a role that i didn't think she could play off okay right away what but was then, the role um the role's name was dana she's like ruby is i don't know if you actually ever talked to I'm ruby i'm not sure if i have she's like this cute little small bean like you okay. just want to hug her she's so sweet she doesn't want to get on anyone's nerves she's like oh how are you today honey i'm like ruby i love you please i'll kiss you right now <laughs> um and then she comes out to play dana who's like this badass who's just like fuck off and like just like yelling at donnie who's played by donnie um to like piss off and like get out of the way and i don't think i would ever see ruby actually mad at anything okay and for her to actually look angry and like actually play that off how much uh, how much experience does she have prior to you guys none i don't think i think she started in meta where she was good you know she was actually like good for a newbie you know what I mean? That's one. Of, yeah, I always say that. It's like a lot of people don't realize, not that they would, but when it comes to acting, and that fuck, fuck me, right? It's like, I don't fucking know. I mean, like, how great am I, right? So it's like, but when it comes to acting, it's kind of, you either have it or you don't. Literally. I mean, like, you got to be able to wake up and just be able to, you know, put that face on, put that emotion on. And if you can't do that, of course, you would learn and get better. But mo- for most people, it's either you, you wake up and you got it. And yeah. I think a lot of people think the same way. And I think acting as an art, is one of those things where you can confidently say something like that. It's either you have or you don't. Now, of course, you can get better. Yeah. If you're not that good, you can get better. But, I mean, like, being talented mm. is definitely, you know, definitely helps. Yeah, like, I definitely think Ruby has, like, a thing. Like, I know she wants to go into costuming, but I do think, like, she should explore 
her like film side more. I don't know if she would be. She's very good on film. I don't think theater would be her gig just because she's much quieter. But because she's quieter, I could just stick a lob on her. Yeah. And then her like the tone of her voice is so soothing and nice of course. that like she's of just course. great for it. You <laughs> nice know what I mean? Me. And I don't think she's a method actor either. And like, sorry to all the method actors out there. I hate method acting. I think it's dumb. I mm-hmm. like classical acting. You know, and you actually, <coughs> excuse me, you've noticed it with, with me actually. Like I, I've never done an onstage performance where it's been a play. Like I've done onstage performances, but nothing that's like scripted and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you saw me like, are you like, Mark, you got to speak up. Remember, this is a play, not a film. And I knew that, but I'm like, it's also, it's it's so different, stage acting and, uh, you know, film mm-hmm. acting. So um, when you say that she's, like, she's more, like, softer, I do feel like, and this is me personally, I do feel like you can get a lot more out of, you know, filming than you can, like, on stage performances because you could, like, see the sweat in their, you know, face. You can, you can, you could really hear them you know, if you're sitting far back. So, I mean, like, it's kind of easier also. I'm mean, like stage acting is really hard, not just for the acting, but like how physical, it, like physically demanding it is. Mm-hmm. But if, uh, if Ruby's got, you know, that in front of the camera, like kind of, or I feel like I haven't seen anything she's done yet, but if someone, someone like you saying that, then yeah, maybe she should try more of it. Yeah. I definitely think she needs to do more with film. And I know her and Hunter are like buds, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. So I think they're like working on stuff together, like just separately, just like, cause he's trying to get into Pratt. So I think they're working on, like, small films together, and they're, like, doing great together and making, like, little zombie films, like, oh, yeah. a little bit of a Danny moment, you yeah. know? Danny does a really good job for all he has. He got a tank. Oh, my Who gosh. gets a tank? I mean, like, I actually have to um, call him soon because uh, he wants to talk about some kind of choreographed thing. But, um... Oh, right, because you do, um, MMA? I, um... And or is that Dominic? I No, I do MMA. I, I mean, like, I've, I've practiced uh, many disciplines, um... But because of, you know, my long uh, life of, I'm, I'm like, I'm only 23, but the majority of my life I've done combat sports, mm. and I'm also, uh, I also like to make films when I can, I like to write, so I'm like, I'm, I kind of match it with my uh, artistic side, and I, I'm able to kind of choreograph fight scenes, and I've done it for other people before, I've done it at the uh, film school I went to, so I, I'd like to believe I'm pretty good at it, um, so Danny had to talk about it, and I have to talk about it soon, but... Um, it wasn't the point of what I was bringing up. Um, I got to talk, call him soon because um, it's all reminding me about, um, you know, like she just, like, guys, if you haven't seen it, go go watch Danny's episode. I, I think it's 16 or 17, episode 17. I think you're going to be 18. I'm not sure. If only I was 18 years old. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that would have ju- been iconic. I mean, like, but just the cell phone does a really good job, it, which actually reminded me, oh, what yeah. kind of uh, equipment do you guys have, you know, collectively all together? Because I know not one person just has the equipment. Everyone comes together. Well, it's mainly, so all the makeup and stuff is me, and hair is me, because my mom's a hairdresser. I just have that all to my disposal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, Vinny has, I forget what kind of camera he has, to be quite honest. That's right. Is it a DSLR, or is it a camcorder? Um, That's a DSLR. Um, It looks bigger than that. It probably is. Is it, it like, rectangular? It kind of looks like those, like, um, it begins with an R. A red camera? That no. looks like $10,000. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like I so know, much I money. They're like, it's like this big and like that thick and like it has like a lens that you could take on and off. I don't know. I'm so bad know. at that stuff. That's Listen, not my it's side. Not, it's not my expert. It's not, not where I'm at either, so. And then he has like the big light thingies with like the. Barn doors? Sure. Those things? No, no. It's like bigger and it's like more like photo shoot type. Oh, I, yeah. I have those in my closet. Like yeah. the uh, soft boxes? Yeah, I think. 
please don't quote me on that, Vinny. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, and we have like a bunch of things. Like we have the lobs. We have the a bunch of, like light. Just like we have a lot of light equipment for some reason. It's fine. I mean, yeah. Who cares? You can never I guess too they want to light it really well. Yeah. Sure. Whatever you need, you know. I'm always the one that just plans everything, and I'm like, you know, yeah, like, like logistically, very, right? Yeah. yeah. I tried directing once. I don't know if I'm like. So so is this like. Is all the uh, equipment separated amongst a lot of people then? I think it's mainly Vinny's. Mainly Vinny's? Yeah. And, you, and he's at school for film? Yeah. How far does he want to pursue that? Um, all the way. All the way. All the way. So, just because when I heard about you guys... Um, How did you hear about us, actually? Uh, John Carlos, actually. Really? Yeah, I... um, John Carlos and I were in the same acting class at OCC, and... We, uh, you know, became friendly with each other, and he and I went to go film something with uh, my friend Johnny, who also has his own episode. I think he's episode seven. Um, I mean, he's amazing, uh, Johnny. Um, but we went to go film something with Johnny, and ever since then, I mean, like, John Carlos and I have been on and off whenever there's, like, something coming up. Oh, hey, uh, what about this? There's a comedy show. There's um, stand-up or um, open mic or whatever, and I, we were talking one time. I think on Instagram or something, and he said, hey, my friends are going to do a film. You should come audition. I said, all right, cool. So I went to go audition, and Hunter and Danny were there. And um, after that, I didn't get it. But then two months later, Danny was like, hey, man, I think you did a really good job of that audition two months ago or something. Can you come play a part for something I'm doing? I'm like, hell yeah. And then I went to go help him do some filming stuff, and that's when I, you know, met more of the group. So that's how it all kind of happened. It was, it was like an assortment of like events that got me introduced to you guys. But I I met you guys, and um, from the beginning, I was like, what the fuck are they doing here? Like, well, how does this work? What's, what's the plan? What's going on? Because it was a production group, and I was like, okay, that's cool, but like, is it a school thing? And you already answered that question. It's not a school thing. I was like, okay, so what, do they just call themselves that because it's cool, which it is, or they do actually do something? And I learned that you actually do stuff. <clears throat> so, and then with Vinny being a big part of it, and him want to go all the way. I'm sure he enjoys that ev- almost everyone in his well, life. Well, he's the other CEO. He better yes. be in it. I mean, like, well, I'm saying him being, th- this be like, everyone he's around, it's a big part of it, uh, their life, um, the film stuff. So he, he must really like that. Um, but what's your plan for Friendly Ghost Productions? Do you, like, you want this to keep growing, or do you like just doing more of the uh, short films you like doing, or... Uh, um, feature length for your own writers or do you want to do more like you know commercials if you can or if like Jenkins opens up it's like hey can you come shoot something for us like where do you want to move or is it all on the board um honestly right now it's all on the board it's what we can actually accomplish yeah of course Yeah, right now like we want to accomplish as many projects as possible obviously and like have everyone a chance to be an actor and like I know we have a lot of the same actors it's just one of those things like we know how they're gonna be like the best directors have the same actors again and again and again literally it's just like I don't know like I feel like Overall, I know Vinny wants to move into all different forms of media, like media in general. Like he wants to get a podcast with him and Josh going, which well, will if you just guys have any so questions, funny. you let me know. I definitely will. Trust me. Um, he wants to do podcasts. He wants to eventually get into theater, and then we actually looked at the cost of theater, and that's why we had to how stop. How much is the cost? Oh, 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 she pricey. <laughs> like for insurance, like a couple hundred to right. like a couple. No hundred. worries. Yeah, yeah. All right, keep going. Keep going. Um. 
and that's not even that's just the insurance that's not even like renting out a space and like getting yeah. the costumes getting the makeup getting the hair yeah i mean you guys go all out like it's something i want people that so i assume most members of something goes production are going to probably you know hop on this video for e- even even a minute or two and that's great but i want most people if not all people that don't know you guys that are coming on just to like oh another episode or whatever i want them to realize you guys put in a lot of work i mean like it's not just like Sure, people like goof off and have fun, but like it's not just like, let's go to our backyards and you know we're just gonna play dress up. Yeah, like it's actually planned out, really good. I mean, I've seen some you know Snapchat stories and stuff of you guys like doing makeup and everyone getting ready, practicing your lines. Like it's 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 legit, and I and I really like that because one of the hardest things for people to do who are involved in any kind of art is to find a community. And me knowing that there's a community right next door, I'm mean like. Not really right next door, but holy shit, that's awesome. And it's so hard for a lot of people that want to be serious about film, serious about acting, to find that community. So, I mean, like, hell yeah, man. You guys are you guys are serious. And I really, I really, you know, appreciate that about you guys, you know? Yeah, it's also, like, one of those things, like, we know we're not able to, like, actually pay people right now. So what we do instead yeah. is we help them get real footage so that they can yes. move on with their career after. That's like, what I said to Danny. It's yeah. not a, you, so I said to Danny, you know you're not going to be able to pay these people. So you got to find people that are passionate, just like you. It's that team. It's a building a team of people, building pa- a team of passionate people that care about it as much as you. And if someone like me, are you fucking kidding me? Someone like me comes up to me and be like, bro, like, I'm not going to do this unless like I get this, this, and that. You know, screw me, right? Are you kidding me? Like, fuck off, bro. Like, who are you? Literally. Do you, people think they're, I said, I literally said this to Danny. I like, people think they're so good. They're so, you know, conceited entitled. and entitled. And they're like, you got so much more learning to do before you could act like that. So much more. Literally. It's one of those things, like, when people get, like, entitled with me, I first look at their astrology sign, not going to lie. I'm like, are you a Leo? Makes sense. I'm a Leo. Well, makes sense. Wait, how does that make sense? <laughs> I actually, uh, it's very interesting to me because I don't follow that at all. But, well, in a little bit, I want to talk to you about that because it actually interests, interests me. But keep going. Yeah. Um. And just see if that's, like, a part of their personality. Like, some people are just narcissists, like me. Like, got a little chip on our shoulder. And then there's some people who genuinely think that they're better than the rest of us. And that's... I don't really stand for that because we're all learning together. It's not like a... How do I explain it? Like, you're a pro, that means you get every role. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's going to be roles. Like, for instance, like, when we were casting Don't Kill Your Friends, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Donnie is probably one of our strongest actors, right? Just in general, like he just he comes out like he's he more theater, right? Yes, okay. definitely a theater actor. But he yeah. knows, like, it's a lot easier to tell someone to calm down than it is to sell, tell someone to like raise it up, let's go. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay. So like, you just be like, all right, bring it down like fifty percent, and then he does it, and it's fine. And when I give him acting notes, he takes it. You know, it's just one of those things. Like he's just a strong actor, and I forgot where I was going with this. Sorry for the clout, Donnie. Um, because um, you you uh, you were just talking about um, how not every actor yeah. or is gonna get the parts and stuff. And, and he doesn't get like a chip on his shoulder or like mad when he doesn't get casted. Like for instance, in "Don't Kill Your Friends," that or just so, that was weird. That one. Yeah, like yeah. that's just some people just don't get casted. Yeah, that happens. And it's not like one of those things you have to be like, oh. How dare you? And some people like sometimes do get yeah. like that. And then I just I find it a bit ridiculous. Yeah. I mean like you can't really ask for this 
in a professional setting, although you'd love to. Like, if you don't get the role, even if you do get the role, you, you like, really want to be like, okay, why didn't I or why did I get the role? I want I want your notes. You can't really ask that in a professional setting. So I feel like when people do or don't get the role, or most of the time when they don't get the role, and they're not told why, then it's kind of like breaking up with someone because they just, like, went missing. Like, they're not here anymore. Like, I don't have any closure. I don't... What, what just happened? Yeah, it's one of those things also, though, like, I'm... Again, like, I grew up in acting. I was, like, a theater actor my whole life. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I did film acting as well. Like, I did... I was going to be actually on a TV show, but didn't get picked up. Kind of sucked. Low-key. Could have yeah. been making bands right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And it's one of those things, like, I don't know. Ex- I'm so bad at describing things sometimes. I'm so sorry. Okay, take your time. Um, You just have to, like, take... Like, if you come to me separately, like, after the audition and be like, hey... Like, you know, I understand I didn't get the role. I was wondering if you could just give me some tips for next time. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, well, what's what I was saying? You can do that for you guys, but, like, in, like, professional in setting. industry professional setting, like, uh, you, you can't even get close to the people that, you know, interviewed you or, like, uh, auditioned you. So it's, yeah. like, you ca- you're kind of, like, there for the audition and then left to wonder what you did wrong. Yeah. And most of the times, I feel like it's not that you... It's not that you're a bad actor or actress. It's just that you didn't fit the role. I'm, like, that's... I feel like that's most of the case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it does suck not knowing why. So I feel like it's one of the biggest reasons why people get angry is because they they lost, but they're not told why they lost. I feel like they had a little bit of that closure. They'd be they'd relax about it. Yeah, but like for me, it's not really like a lose because like if do you want to be playing a role that you didn't like? No, okay. of course not. Yeah. Like you wouldn't never see me as the girl next door. Right? Like, I, I would never know. play that role because I just <laughs> I would, can't. I would know. Listen, in every theater production I've played, I was either okay. a prostitute, a pimp, or a whore. A pimp. Wow. I was, I played Madame Tenardier and the pimp in Les Mis. I was both. Okay. Because Madame Tenardier didn't come in yet. And I just drew on like a little mustache with my high heel boots. You know, it was what, a what? look. Okay. Well, what? So you're saying, actually, describe what the girl next door is. I don't even know. Like, like um, you ever watch, um, Taylor Swift's like love story. There's like yeah, the cheerleader. I, I'm gonna stop you right there because when I was in high school, I was like, if I don't find this girl, I'm going to die. Like I love, I loved. First of all, ta- old Taylor Swift is the best Taylor Swift. Period. Period. And um, I was, I like, I'm like, I was like 16, so it wasn't like I was like a crushing on her, but I was like, this girl in this music video. I know it's her, but I want this girl so bad. Mm-hmm. So I understand that, but I feel like the girl next door isn't really that anymore. I feel like. Well, it's just like the stereotype of like being like the nice, like cute, quiet girl. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're saying like the girl next door now can be anyone. You know what I mean. You're like um, extravagant. You're like loud. You're like yeah. Oh yeah, very um out there. That's your those are the roles you get. Rock a bitch in the face. So would you not even audition for girl next door roles? No, because like even just looking like in film, right? There's always going to be a look. Like as much as the yeah yes yeah, and I just physically do not fit that. Like I'm, yeah. I'm plus size. I'm very tall, and I'm very like I'm physically. Yeah, I mean, out like, there. Well, yeah, like I fucking love acting. I'm five five. I'm so short. What kind of fucking roles am I gonna get? You know, so I get it. Yeah, but it's like height. I feel like I mean, you could be the next Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is five seven or five ten. I think he's, he's 5'10". not five ten. I know I'm taller than him. He went I'm to like five, eight. he went to high school with my dad. Really? Yeah, my dad wrestled him in high school. Wait, I want to see. Do you have a picture? I can Google it, actually. A, a picture of him and my uncle, but not a, not a picture of my dad. Um, that is so funny, actually. Yeah. What was I going to say, though? Oh, yeah, I want to look up how tall he is, though. I think he's, like, 5'6". I'm putting my money on 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, he's definitely not 5'6". He, he, oh, wait, my airplane was on. 
He's that five short. He's five seven. He's five seven. No, that's that's like the one of the average American heights. So I mean, like, it it it, it gets a little bit. But also, he's fucking Tom Cruise. So you yeah, know. but you could be the next Tom Cruise. Who's stopping you? Or um, um Kevin what Hart. I, what was I looking for again? Oh yeah, hold on. Kevin Hart. Picture? Kevin Hart's funny though. Kevin Hart's like the highest paid comedian in the world right now. And you're funny, so what's okay, the problem? Okay, but hold on. Kevin Hart's the highest paid comedian like in the world right now. So I mean like he has clout. If he just went into acting, people probably wouldn't pay him any mind. But because he created his own fame by just being good at what he likes to do, that's why people because he produces and makes his own movies, you know? Yeah. That's the thing. So I mean like it's one of the reasons why we like we do these things, right? It's one of the reasons why we have friends. Uh, friends with benefits. Oh my friendly god, ghost are we friends with benefits? <laughs> friendly, now, Mark? Do I friendly, have to tell your girlfriend? It's one of the things with friendly ghost productions and um, with things like this podcast and people do stuff all the time because they want to create something of their own, but they know eventually it could be so much more. The only way for it to become so much more is to start doing something small right now. So I mean, like people like Kevin Hart. Great at comedy, loves comedy, uh, very good at it. Um, I'm not a fan of him now because I feel like his comedy comedy's kind of kind of lacked as he got older. But back then, oh my gosh, it was well, great. He's also commercialized. Yeah, well, also because I feel like he's kind of afraid of the cancel culture, so he can't be as edgy as he was. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, cancel culture is hitting hard right yeah, now. Yeah. Like, so, have you seen the whole David Dobrik thing? I mean, no, that one's I rightfully haven't. so. I don't know anything about that actually. But hold on, so. So I feel like he d- he's afraid to be edgy because he did his one comedy special for Netflix recently and he just talks about living at home with his family and it's like, you're you're telling jokes for people that are in their 40s. I mean, like, and those people don't have time to watch your specials, so it's kind of going out of the way, you know? So, like, I'm not interested in it, but whatever. The, the point is he was able to make something and then he has, like, an empire of uh, Kevin Hart movies. So I'm like, he can do that. He had the money. Um, so a lot of famous people will do that. Um, they'll start small and they can build. I mean, like Joe Rogan, his podcast, he got like a $100 million contract for Spotify. You know what shit, you, know what you could do with $100 million? Anything. I mean, like, I don't think he cares enough to do anything. I, just, I think he just wants to live with his family, as far as I know. Yeah. And take his vitamin D supplements. And take his vitamin D supplements. But you can do so much with that money. So I'm like, if Friendly Goes Productions, you know, kept... Is, is going at the pace it's going at maybe uh, increases pace when it can not that when not when you want to but when you can um eventually you build more clout you build more funds and now you can make the shadow man exactly so that that's the thing i mean like we we all want to be there but I, I can't just be like here here i am i'm kevin i'm tom cruise i'm kevin hart making my movies because i'm short and funny no i gotta make something of myself first which is for everybody i mean like people don't realize that you know I gotta find this picture. You have to. Um, oh my gosh, it's gonna take me a second because they te- we we texted it to the entire family. I have like thirty nine cousins. Seriously? Yes. Wait, do you actually mind if we take a quick pause yeah. in the podcast? Yeah, go ahead. Just because I really have to pee because I drink the whole glass of, the whole glass water. of water. <laughs> I usually don't make cuts, but I let people go to the bathroom. Okay, that's we fine. Go downstairs. Oh, yeah, because I can't flush the toilet up here. I don't know. I remember my dad recording when I was younger, and if I flushed the toilet while he was fucking recording, I would literally get my head chopped off. <laughs> he was like, <gasps> Well, it's crazy because if you turn the sink on, if you turn the sink on in the bathroom uh, behind that wall, for some reason, it's so loud. It's way louder in here than it is in the actual bathroom. It's weird. I'll have to show you later. Um, but go downstairs. Um, when you're in the little hallway between the front door and the back door, there's two doors. The basement in the bathroom. Okay. Or you can just go down there and be like, hey, where's the bathroom? Okay. I, I'll probably do the... The ladder. The ladder. Go ahead. I'll be right here okay. looking I'm, for a I'm photo. I'm so sorry. 
I feel so Don't bad. be sorry. My friend has uh, done it too. He was on the podcast. Too. I don't want to wait, wait. Don't waste time. Go ahead. Sorry. No, don't say sorry. I feel bad keeping you here. You got to go to the other one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'll be looking for the uh, the thing. Yeah, downstairs. Um, where is it? My uh, Yeah, so my father, or, okay, my entire family, The um, my father is one of nine children, and he grew up in Glen Ridge, which is north New Jersey, and I think Tom Cruise was only there for like a year at that high school, at um, Glen Ridge High School. But they used to hang out. I mean, like, my uncle and Tom Cruise used to hang out in the house together. They were, like, really good friends. And I don't think my father hung out with them too much. But my father was in a play with Tom Cruise. Like, they all used to do the play. They would all wrestle together. Um, and I have this one f- photo. I don't think I'm going to be able to find it because it's it's buried deep in these messages. Um, but I'll, if I find it, I'm, I'll, I'll, tr- I'll try to remember to put it on the, on the screen because um, it's really fucking cool. And, um, but now, you know, Tom Cruise and that Scientology stuff. And did you know, if you're in Scientology, you have to like sign your life away for 2 billion years, like on a contract saying I devote like my life to this religion. Now I don't know too much on that, but I'm pretty sure it's like 2 billion years and you have to sign your soul away to this religion, which is so weird. I'm pretty sure that religion was just made to evade taxes, but again, don't quote me on that. And please, uh. Scientologists don't cancel me because I'm getting your religion wrong, even though I'm pretty sure it was literally just made to avoid taxes. Anyway, um, but yeah, Friendly Good Productions is awesome because, like I said, when I met them, they, I don't know, it, at first it, it seemed kind of ragtag, but the more I stuck stuck around, the more footage I saw, saw of them like behind the scenes, the more real it was. And it was really cool. And Danny, he's... um. He's kind of like Batman to the Justice League um, for uh, Friendly Good Productions because he's a part of it, but he's not a part of it. So I, in my mind, he's kind of like Batman because when he wants to help or when he wants uh, their help or when they want to collab, then they'll go for it. But um, you should go look at Danny's episode because you can see, you know, how good he is at filming with just a cell phone. And, oh, my gosh, it's incredible. And then imagine Danny with just a cell phone, right? Imagine, like, a whole bunch more people just as passionate um, but for an entire production group, I mean, like, that's so cool. And like I said before, if you're in the area and this is your thing, you should definitely reach out to them. We'll put everything in the description. But yeah, if you're in the area, check them out. But here's the thing: a lot of people that want to get involved in acting, want to get involved in film, they don't have this. I mean, the most they have is maybe their schools. But even then, what do they do when they come out of school? If they're going to like college for something that d- that does isn't acting, but they still want to be involved in that community. They don't have much to look for, but Friendly Ghost Productions, uh, people like Danny, people like my friend Johnny, um, they are creating this culture. And growing up, being in high school, you know, being uh, like a freshman or sophomore, I never thought I would actually be able to find a group of people that does stuff like this so so well and so much. Um, and that goes for all, all my filmmaking friends. So it was very, very good for me to find these people. And if you are in the area and you're interested, I'm telling you, find them. And if you're not in the ar- area and you want to do this stuff, either start something or do some looking because there are people out there that want to do this stuff. But it just, sometimes it just takes one or two more people to get the ball rolling. Um, and that just goes for everything. It's not even just filming. You know, it's not just production groups. It's like if you want to like, what's that movie, October Sky with Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, she's being attacked by my dogs. Yeah, it's Otis and Willow. Um, like in October Sky, it's a group of kids that wanted to be like rocket scientists. And it's a true story. And they end up being rocket scientists. Or at least one of them does, and the other two, like, end up being, like, 
millionaire some other way, but um, just like find people, and that's how you get things started. I, I've, I've been just talking about stuff. Fair um, enough. I didn't find, I couldn't multitask to find the... Um, it's okay, I had a good visit with your dogs. Hopefully I don't break out Yeah, I eyes. can't believe you're deathly allergic to dogs. So. Yeah, that, that it kind of sucks. Not going to lie. I'm also deathly allergic to horses. Are you really? Yeah. Um, fun so fact. so weird. What the hell? <laughs> My dad doesn't really believe in um, being allergic to things. What does that, what does that even mean? It, it's exactly what it sounds like. So sound ridiculous. he <laughs> made me go horseback riding when I was like, I think I was like 10, maybe younger. Okay. And he lives in Pennsylvania, right? And <laughs> I go in shorts because I, like, when you're 10, you're not like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm allergic to things, you know? Yeah. And I broke out in hives all over my body. And it was the worst experience, like, of my life. Or, like, and I went to slight anaphylactic shock, and then, like, I just took my asthma inhaler and a bunch of Benadryl, went to sleep, because Benadryl does, in fact, make you sleepy. It does, Yeah. I have a friend that would take Benadryl before school so he could fall asleep in first class. This yep. is the this is the photo. Um, yeah, take Keep a look. So glass. I'm a, I'm gonna hand you my phone, but before I do that, this is Tom Cruise. Shut up. This is my uncle. That is so funny. Yeah, go ahead, take a look. And it's, it says their names at the bottom too. I'm pretty sure his name w- his last name wasn't Cruise though. He didn't he wasn't cool enough for Cruise yet, so it was like something weird. Um, so Tom Cruise is in the middle. And my uncle's all the way to the right oh, I see. Oh, with an Italian right. afro. We love the Italian afro. Yeah, my dad had an afro. It's just crazy. Uh, funny story. My uh, dad, his father, my grandfather, was in the Marines. He was a he. He fixed planes. He was an engineer. So does mine. Fun fact. Really? Yeah. Um, and he in a very religious household, very uh, like I guess strict or like um, honorable, uh, stoic. My father. Um, with his you know long hair, he uh he was at school and this kid who always like gave everyone a hard time would always give everyone a hard time and he would like say oh I bet you wouldn't do this and they would do that and they would do it and the kid would never pay up. That's so, so so kid said this guy said my dad he was like I I bet you won't shave your head into a mohawk. My dad was like oh yeah. My dad got a whole bunch of kids around him. He's like everyone wants you to listen to this. So if he doesn't pay up, we're gonna do something about it. Mm-hmm. And he, and so he's like, I gotta. Get, if you don't get a mohawk or whatever, whatever, you have to get, like give me two hundred bucks or something. So my dad did it. He got he he, he gave himself a mohawk, and then he, he won the bet. And then on, on the way home, he uh, I guess I don't know if he knocked on the door or walked inside or something. But my grandfather saw him, and he he like get out, kicked him out of the house until he got rid of in, in, until he was bald and like got rid of the mohawk. So my Shut dad my up. guy got, my dad got kicked out of the house for having a mohawk. That's actually hilarious. It's so funny, right? Um, but anyway, yeah, my dad went to uh, high school at Tom Cruise, and he was in, he was in a play with him, too. Like, they would, uh, you know, extracurricular school events, stuff like that. You know, my, I think the funniest story I have is the fact that my parents met through Ozzy Osbourne, because my Yeah, mom, how that, what the hell? Yeah, so, like I said before, like, my mom's, like, a celebrity hairdresser, and my dad is a guitarist, right? And before, like, Ozzy got really famous and stuff. The original guitarist, according to my dad, please do not quote this. My dad is somewhat of a liar. Okay. But, like, most likely true because they're all musicians, you know, um, was the original guitarist for Black Sabbath before it got big. Mm, yeah, right? Maybe. Maybe. Because they're English, you know. Is he that good? You know, like, my 
if I showed you a clip, like my dad's insane, but my yeah. uncle was even more insane, but he died. R.I.P. Uncle Baz. Okay, Uncle um, Baz. Yeah. It's a cool name. Baz, Francis, and Faye. Wow. But my dad wanted to name me Daisy Dunnery. Tell me that doesn't sound like a porn star. Daisy Dunnery? <laughs> that <laughs> I sounds guess like so. a porn star. I guess so. I mean, I don't know. My, my mom literally told him that she's not having a porn Absolutely star of a daughter. Not. Like, no. I'm, I was set up to fail so there. Your name's still pretty crazy, so yeah, it's well, originally my name was just Ava Dunnery, but then my mom got bitter, or not bitter, I guess more like my dad left when I was younger, uh-huh. right? And was just like, you know what, Francis, screw you, and added her last name Jeez. onto it. So on my birth certificate, it says Ava Dunnery, but then the, you oh. get a gold seal, and then, you know, all they do is just scratch it out in pen and write Facenda Dunnery yeah, on top yeah. of it. Yeah, what else would they do? I would think you'd print a new one. Rebirth you? I mean, like, what else are they going to do? Fair enough, but, like, it was just weird. Like, nah. just, you just have a gold nah. sticker. It's like, here you go. Good it's job, right. buddy. It's all right. Who cares? You know? Um, but pretty much, so my mom was doing his hair at, like, some, like, festival or something like that. Okay. And my dad was there. And my dad, when he was younger, would, like, Ozzy would pass out on his couch. Of course. As you do. As one does. You yes. know what I mean? Because he was just like high all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's Come on. it's Ozzy I Osbourne. Expect anything less. Yeah, exactly. And so then, my mom and then my dad met. Blah blah blah. A couple months, not a couple months, like a couple years down the line, my mom's doing his hair again. Right? Mm-hmm. They're still dating. Whatever, whatever. Because they never got married. And she was pregnant with me. I was due. I think at the middle of December or d- middle of November. I was not supposed to be born December third. Right. Okay, yeah. And. So my mom was working with Ozzy, and Ozzy just goes, Helena, she's going to be born on my birthday. And she was like, no, she's not due for, like, a while. And then she goes, he goes, Helena, she's going to be born on my birthday for, like, a week straight of them working together. And you know what happened? I was born on his birthday. He's he's December 3rd? December 3rd. So is Jake T. Austin. Oh, I remember him. Yeah. Throwback to Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah. Wow, no way. That's weird. It's all the drugs. It connected him to a higher power. Literally. It's like, hey, tell that woman that uh, her baby's going to be born on the same birthday. It's yeah. going to freak her out. Uh, trust me, bro. And then, like, one of the first people to ever hold me was Cindy Lauper because my mom was the hairdresser on uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. How was she the first woman? One of the first. Oh, I was like, was she like in the third. office with you? It's like, no, let no, me she come, was. She let was in the hospital. S- no way. Yeah, They're, they were hey, like, what buddies. the hell is your life? Like, literally, I or your I'll just pull life, up a video anyway. really quick. I'm literally <laughs> okay. on the Macy's Day. Parade float with her. You gotta send this I'm to me. I have so to. I can wait. Actually, do you have a? Uh, oh, what a shame. Actually, I get to hook it up to Bluetooth so they can hear the sound, oh, and then okay. and then I can match it the the video with the uh, thing. But you gotta make sure you send it to me. How All long right. is it? Oh, it's. I'm not gonna play the whole thing. I'm just gonna play the part with me in it. Cindy Lauper, uh, Macy's. Now, you know I'm not gonna hook up Bluetooth. You just send it to me. And I'll, I'll figure it out later. I'm trying to just find it on YouTube first because I know it's like here I am. And I was the one on the top. It's a 35-second clip. Oh, that's nothing. That's me and her. That's you on the right? Yeah, the little girl. I was like, finish it. Oh, cause I, oh you just turned your face because you looked like a full-grown woman, but then you turned I was like, okay, that's a little girl. No, no. That's, I was just an abnormally oh large God. child. No, you look like uh, I haven't grown since like? fifth grade, though, or sixth grade. Yeah, I, oh, um, I, I stopped growing, I think. Yeah, my eighth grade or something, or my... F- Freshman year in high school. I remember I was 98 pounds until I was a junior in high school. Isn't that crazy? That is actually crazy. Yeah, now I'm like 144, I think. I am 5'8 and like 210, I would say. 
probably around that area. I haven't weighed myself in a while because I feel like weighing myself is just like I'm like no, you should focus. Toxic. You should focus more on measurements than you should on weight. Yeah, because like I feel like I'm fine measurement wise, and then I look at the scale and I'm like, ooh, and it's yeah, just like I understand mental health. You know, like not the best. You know, yeah, I'm like just that's like I mean I've been training not. I haven't tr- been training individuals, but I've been training like classes and groups of people, like uh, in ki- kickboxing and stuff. And we usually always tell people just focus on measurements rather than weight, because weight's like it's a weird thing, and people get like psyched out about. It. And also, like when you build muscle, you also put on more weight than you do yeah. with fat. So it's like you focus on measurements. Um, that's usually the best way to do it. I also was always just like, like I would go to the doctors as a kid, and they would always just label me as obese when I just wasn't and i figured it out later i was such like an active child i have so much leg muscle for no reason absolutely no reason what what uh how old were you when they would say that uh, starting at like seven i mean like it, it's kind of the way they do like bmi is really weird bmi just doesn't make sense it doesn't it doesn't make sense because i like it can if done exactly for the individual like they um they do, like, water displacement to see how much, you know, fat body percentage you have. I mean, like, that's, like, the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, yeah, there we go. Yeah, there you go. Um, like, there's a lot of good ways to do it, but you have it has to be very individual individualized. Um, but, like, a lot of doctors, just because it's, like, you know, part of physical to, like, find out, like, oh, your body mass index. Um, and it's not very precise because they're trying to do one type of thing for every single person. And it doesn't really work. I mean, like, me and my girlfriend could, well, like, we might be con- like considered, she might be considered overweight because she's got a lot of muscle. True. And she's definitely not overweight. And I, I don't think anymore, I think now I'm, like, p- perfectly average. But back then, um, when I was, like, a freshman, 98 pounds, I was probably seen as uh, underweight. But, like, I had a totally perfectly healthy and I felt fine, like, lifestyle. Um, so, yeah, body mass index, um, like, on the, you know, grand scheme of things for like the broad mass of people is not very good no but it's also just like in general like i just who cares that much about bmi well your doctor should probably if it's your doctor they should probably care well they should care about like your physical health and like if they see something then they should take care of it you know what i mean but like if you're going to a seven-year-old and i really like well it's probably probably more for your mother than for you well yeah but like i was in the room yeah i mean like i mean like they have to find a way to quantify you know where you're at physically and that and like we just said it's not very um reliable yeah that's the only way they have to quantify it so yeah but it's also just like i get it like gotta quantify it somehow but like if you look at a child i was a very active child you know what i mean like i ran around everywhere and how i realized like i literally have stretch marks on my knees from how quickly i would grow i have scars on my knees from wrestling (laughs) i was never a wrestler my cousin got like i think a ringworm from wrestling Everyone gets ring on watching their life in the actual. I haven't, but like, it's a it's pretty common. Yeah, I when I heard that, I actually thought it was like a worm in your back. No, and I felt really nah. dumb for a while. I was like, "How do you get a worm in your yeah, back?" Yeah, it does sound it does sound gross. Yeah, it sounds it, awful. It's like, Ugh, why would they call? Wait, so you have stretch marks on your knees? Oh yeah, I have stretch marks on my knees from literally growing so quickly as like a child. Oh, uh, sometimes that happens to people, and their like knees get like dislocated because they grow so fast. It happens a lot with men; like their knees and hips get dislocated because they grow way too fast. I literally had to wear like knee braces, not like knee braces, like they like a doctor prescribed, but like you know, like the slip-on ones that you yeah. get at the yes. store, like Mueller or Mueller or whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah, those I would have to wear them all the time for like sports in middle really? school because I could not just like yeah. it was just in so much pain all the time. I feel like uh, yeah. I, I, I've never had that problem, but I mean, 
I mean, like, I grow very, I don't grow a lot, so. No, I just, I grew all at once. And I would get, like, fat, and that's how my mom would know I'm uh-huh. growing, because, like, my body would just, like, retain all this, like, fat and stuff, and then all of a sudden I would just shoot up two inches. Gotcha. Oh, that, that's interesting, actually. That's very interesting. It happens to my whole family, though, as well. Like, well, it happened to Sam Gardner, which is, like, my cousin James Gardner. Well, that's one of the other cousin. things why BMI is kind of stupid, um, at least for the broad sense, is because... Every family's different. I mean, like, you're going to, s- it's going to sound like I'm being ridiculous when I say this because I'm obviously, like, I don't really have much fat in my body, but my mother's children hold most of their fat in their midsection, their waist. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, you know, some people hold it in their back, some in their legs, some in their neck, some in their face. Everyone's a little bit different. So it's like funny when you say, like, your whole family's like that because usually every single family is a little different where they hold their weight and hold their fat. So sure. that's another reason why BMI is kind of like weird because, like, this is, you know, your index, but I don't know you well enough to explain exactly who you are, so you have to see a specialist, and who's going to fucking do that? No one. Yeah. Well, no, it's not, like, my whole family, though. It's only, like, so, like, my mom has three sisters, uh-huh. right? So there's, like, my mom, Helena, my her older sister, Madeline, her older sister, Sandy, and her older sister, Angela. My mom's the youngest, right? Uh-huh. And so me, James, and Sam all... Or, well, Sam, like, stopped growing. He's not, like, that tall anymore, but he was considered super tall for his age growing up. Okay. And then all of us just stopped growing in the middle of middle school. All of us. Like, yeah. most, like, guys don't stop growing till like... 21. Years around there. I mean, that's what they say is, like, that's kind of where it stops. Yeah. I stopped growing when I was, like, 14, so... Yeah, that's what <laughs> happened to my family. And we all got, like, fat, and then uh-huh. we all just shot up. Gotcha. It's just weird. But then, like, the rest of my family's pretty short. Like, my grandma's 4'10". Jeez. My mom is 5'1". My Aunt Angela, I think, is, like, 5'4". My Aunt Sandy's, like, 5'2". I have an Aunt Sandy. That's fine. Yeah. Sandra. Sandra. Um, will you shrink with age, too, though? Because eventually you start getting sure. smaller. But, like, just the only, like, kind of tall one on my mom's side is my Aunt Madeline at, like, 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, yeah. But, like... I get all my height from my dad. Like, my whole dad's side is giants. My Aunt Faye is 5'10". My Uncle Baz was supposed to be, like, 6'3". My dad is 6'6". Um, wow. Yeah, no. Like, weirdly that's tall. So then Yeah, my, my entire family's short, so it's whatever. Me and James are the only that's really tall I, ones. That's why we're all wrestlers, because we're short and we have a low center of gravity. Oh, um, that's true. That is beneficial. Isn't that the same thing with soccer? Wouldn't you be good I at soccer no then? I have no idea. I think that's true. Like I was not a goalkeeper when I was when I played soccer. That's surprising because they usually get like taller, taller people, people, and then they had me. <laughs> I think that's because I was the least afraid of getting hit by the ball. I um, got a concussion from being a goalkeeper. I got a concussion from wrestling, but we weren't wrestling. We were just doing killers or uh, suicides, and you run back and forth. And I ran into some kid who was two or three feet taller than me, and it gave me a concussion. I got cleated in the head. Nice. I got kicked in the face. Yeah. Like, right. It was, like, not my temple, but, like, right below my temple. What am I saying? I did combat sports. I got kicked in the face plenty of times. I got hit in the face all the time. It's like, I'm saying, oh, wow. When I played soccer, I'm like, no, wait a second, Mark. You've literally been (laughs) beat up. (laughs) What are you saying? No. Honestly, though, I will say one thing. I feel like women's basketball should be considered a combat sport because I literally got you headbutted know, I for heard no reason. Today, yeah, I heard today that it gets really physical. Oh, yeah. Like, I never played, like, in an actual, like, good league, you know? Like, I don't, I don't my, le- my league sucked okay. overall. But, like, this girl, she went to a school named Purnell, and she did that. Yeah, it's, like, kind of, like, on the border of Pennsylvania and New Jersey. And we went out there. We did our thing. Whatever, whatever. I'm pretty sure we lost. That's not uncommon for my old high school. Okay. And 
they, this girl got mad at me. So for, somehow I caught the foul in this on top of it, right? Yeah. She's like right at the half court line. I'm like up to defend her because I was just playing man defense last second. You know, I was bored. I uh-huh. could do whatever I want. I was MVP. I was just like, screw off coach, which got my ass dreamed multiple times after games, nice. but not the point. Okay. I would just do whatever. Um, and this girl just headbutts me. And then they, I got called for a charge. I was like, I did everyone just see the same thing? I had yeah, a black that's eye. that's so stupid. I literally had a you know, black it's eye. it's funny because I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm going to have some, st- like, not stories, but, like, uh, I, I'm able to back this up. And, like, I feel like most of the time in female sports, like, whether it's, like, the other, like, NBA or WNBA or whatever, the women usually always end up being more violent. I'm, like, my father has been in the education sh- system for, you know, decades. And I'm, like, the principal, um, uh, directors, like, he says the female students are always the scariest. They're always the, the most violent. Because, like, I feel like with guys, it's, like, they can get angry, but they're like, I'm not going to get back up. I'm not going to keep going. Or, like, there are a lot of talk with guys, but girls are like, I'm I'm going to kill you. Yeah. You're going to die. Yeah. Like. Literally me. So, I feel like, yeah, that's crazy. That's so funny. Yeah, no, just for me, like, in general, it's also, like, I feel like guys in general just, like, are just more physical, like, with each other. Yeah, I think, I think it's more it's more of a joke with them. I feel like it's yeah. more like we're able to r- to rough out. And like I said, I feel like a lot of guys, it's so much more talk than it is, you know, you know, walk. Yeah. Um, like I'm not a just, woman, so I don't really know. I mean, yeah, but it's not even like, like when I was on the court, I wasn't allowed to talk. So I would just like sneak. What? Like, I can't talk to the other team. I would like just get my ass reamed by my coach. Okay. They're like, don't talk to the other team. What are you doing? So instead of talking, like, I remember this one girl was talking Roll like crap to me. language? Literally. Like, I mean, like, we could talk to our team, just not yeah, the no, other yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, I know. And this girl was talking, like, mad smack for absolutely no reason. And I remember we were actually winning that game, and I just turned around, and I said, look at the fucking scoreboard. And then she just got pissed. She, like, elbowed me in the stomach. So the next oh thing I gosh, did is I accidentally, like, need her in the crotch. <laughs> I accidentally, her. like, just stabbed her. I don't know how it happened. Just She's dead now. stabbed her. I don't know. And then... I, she had to get off the court because I, like, need her crotch. Oh, my gosh, Ava. What the hell, like, man? listen, if you're going to talk shit. I mean, like, I've heard stories of, like, girls hiding knives in their buns. Shut up. I've never heard that. Yeah, well, it comes from, I work around a lot of educators, like, mm. cause I, and they all talk about, like, yeah, girls are scary, man, because they're usually one with the weapons or the one, like, because also, like, they'll pull hair, too, and they'll, like, hit each other's heads on the walls. With uh, It gets bad, man. It gets scrappy. Um... I don't know, cause I don't know. I don't know. I fuck, man. It's it's bad. Another another benefit of my girlfriend not having any hair on her head is that oh, no no one can grab it. No, I like. I just like whatever in the moment happens. Cause also like I feel like low key they called less fouls in girls basketball. I have no idea. Like yeah. just in my experience, like I feel like a guy can like just tap. It's because the they expect shoulder. more, maybe they or they they expect that you know it's gonna happen if we keep calling fouls, the game is never gonna go on. Or like, what are you? I don't know. Actually, I think it's literally just like. It could be, like, a thing of, like, oh, we're not going to take this as seriously because it's, like, female sports. But it could also just be the thing of, like... Because I feel like refs will never leave a chance to, like, give someone a foul. Oh. They love doing it. In men's basketball? Because I would do, like, managing for the boys' basketball team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would be the one to do the scoreboard, see who gets the assist, who gets the blah-blah, the blocks, the rebounds. Very boring. Hated it. I just wanted to watch the game. It was a great time, yeah. 
is not fun because you have to be like number thirty two. Passed it to them. Are they gonna shoot? Are they gonna make oh, it? Oh, you actually commentated it too? No, 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 no. no. It's like um, like oh, in my you wrote head. it down. Yeah, so it was, we could put it on the website. Oh my gosh, that sounds awful. So that they have their oh my like, gosh that scores took so much time out of your life. Jeez. Oh my god, yeah. But it, I got community service hours out of oh, it. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so. that's weird. Yeah, well, my school had to do like you had to. Yeah, do my at school least did too, hours. but I can't believe you got community service hours for writing that stuff down for your school sports team. I was do. That's I did so it for weird. free. And it's considered community service. I guess so, yeah. It's your community. It's public school, right? No. Private. That was a private school, and you still got community service for it? That's yeah. Like, that doesn't seem like it should be allowed. That's so weird. Fun fact, Ezra Miller went to my high school. That's the one that was The Flash. The, yeah. He's great. You ever seen uh, the movie? We're going all over the place. That's fine. That's okay. You ever seen the movie um, Kevin? No. It's on Hulu, I think. You should watch it. It's with Ezra Miller. Well, how did uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower is also him? Oh, we're, I'm going to cry because I'm talking about that. Okay. Oh, I, don't, I'm, I love that movie. I've actually never watched it. Really? Yeah. I'm not a big movie person, surprisingly. I don't You're like watching this. movies. Oh, we might have to cut that out. <laughs> the, the CEO of uh, Friendly Good Production doesn't like movies. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> well, it's one of those. Oh. Go ahead, push him back. Push him back a little bit. He wants to get, he wants to get close to you. Stop flirting with me. I'm taken. <laughs> oh you just keep trying to flirt with me, like take oh a number. Oh my god, that is actually really creepy. <laughs> just like, hi, buddy. Do you, do you want a feature? Like, is that? Yeah. Did you ever do a podcast with him? I haven't. Her? Hernando. His name's Fernando. Fernando. Hernando. Hernando. Yeah. Isn't there something with the pelvis that you can tell if it's female or male? Yes. Is this one male or female? I don't think it's accurate. Oh. So I don't think we're able to f- to tell. I mean, like you're a they them. You're an NB baby. <laughs> you're a they them. You don't know what you are. You're oh just, my gosh. They're an NB. They're living their best life. You what's, know? What's an NB? An NB. It's like the what they usually call like they them uh pronoun people. You know what confuses me? When someone says they like uh she they, why not she her? Um, so it's one of those things like when Or whatever the combination is. I was like that. Well they um they can go by both they them pronouns or she her pronouns, but they prefer to be like called either one. It really depends their mood, if but that makes sense. Like you can like, it's more of a gender-fluid term, and a lot of people who do, like, she, they, I feel like, are more in tuned with, like, their feminine side as well, and they're used but do to they have a prob- do they have a problem with her? I don't think so. I also feel like it's weird because most of the time when you use words like she and her, it's when you're talking about the person and not to the person. Mm, true. So it's like, you're not even here to know if someone's actually doing it. True. It's very weird. Yeah, I just think it's one of those things, like, I think it's different for everyone, and I feel like everyone should just be, like, if, for instance, if someone told me, like... Tomorrow, you told me you want to go by they, them. Fine. Like, that happened in high school. Yeah. Like, one of my best friends in middle school. I just try calling people by their name because it confuses me sometimes. Like, I don't fair. know what to say sometimes. I mean, like, gender, like, identity is just one of those things that's, like, sensitive to everyone. And I feel like whatever makes you most comfortable in the world is just what I should go by. Like, when people are like, I don't understand they, them. I'm like, who cares? If they just want to be called that, let's just make them comfortable. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter to us. It's not going to affect I me. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. You know, like, I don't have to fully understand. Well, it's like, NBs. yeah, it's like that, um, there's a quote by a uh, comedian, Dave Chappelle. Um, mm-hmm. was like, yeah, uh, you can, I'll, if you make it happy, sure, whatever. But then it's also like, how much of my life do I have to change to make sure you're comfortable in yours? So it's like, I will do it. I'll, I'll call you whatever the fuck you want to call me or what you want me to call you. Um, 
Pretend it's like if I make a mistake, don't castrate me. Don't, you know, crucify me for making a mistake. Well, yeah, you know? but I feel like a lot of people, like, I know, like, how, as I was saying before, like, one of my best friends in middle school and throughout high school, their name is Kari. They go by they, them pronouns now. Uh-huh. It's the last time I checked. I don't know if they've changed their pronouns since then, but they just go by they, them. And their dead name was Coco. And I literally could not, like, for a year straight, couldn't get Coco out of my head. Oh, it's, yeah, how, yeah. It's just one of those things, like, I got so used to it. And after a while, like, they're very, like, when people, like, change their name and their identity overall, yeah. I feel like they're very understanding overall. And Kari was one of those people that, like, just, I feel like really opened up my eyes to that. Yeah. It's like, before I was like everyone else, like, who cares? But when you see it firsthand, I went to, like, a very liberal high school, like, we used to have a joke that, like, you would walk in straight and end up at least <laughs> by going out. Yeah, You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. And um, it's just one of those things, like, you never really have to fully change your life just to make someone else comfortable. It's just literally changing a word. Well, yeah. You know? No, I know you're saying. I, I think, I'm like, the quote that he said, it wasn't even for this decade, I'm pretty sure. I don't know when he said it. But it's like, um, it's kind of like the slippery slope thing. It's where it's like, People will expect so much of you. Eventually, they're going to expect something of you that you don't want to do yourself. Um, we're not even really there yet when it comes to this conversation. But um, it was mostly more about, like, mistakes or makes. Like, in Canada, if you accidentally, de- like, dead name someone, you can, you know, get fined or go to prison. I don't know if you would go to prison, but it's illegal there. Um Maybe on, like, a legal document, but I really doubt that's illegal overall. Like if I don't you're know. Just, like, I, I'm not sure. Like, if you, like, you know how, like, you like being called Mark with a Q? Instead of a K. Yeah, but I'm not going to give everyone a hard time. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, let's say you get very offended by that. I really okay, doubt. let's say. Let's, like, hypothetical. Yeah. Realistically, what government would be like, you know what? You said it with a K instead of a Q. You bastard. Go to jail. Canada, no one's going to do Canada that. Canada does. Well, no, I don't think so. I would have to look into that. I don't know enough about it. don't want to speak too far into okay. it just because I don't know enough about it. It's but been, realistically yeah, no speaking, like. We know, speaking, yeah, no, it's stu- that would be stupid, right? Yeah, that would no, be, that would be, that would be incredibly dumb. stupid. But it's one of those things, like out of just like basic human respect, you should oh, no, yeah. Uh, it might be in terms of like doctors' offices, like dead naming people for legal documents' sake. I know because I think it, I think it falls under like a hate crime. That I mean, if it's like a doctor's office purposely doing it, or if someone was because, consistently doing well, it, yeah, they don't have they don't have free speech like we do here. They don't have a constitution, so it's a little different. So. I'm like like you like what you just said I can't go too far into because I don't know too much but I think since like 2016 or 17 it's been illegal to dead name so, dead names over there someone there and you could actually face uh, legal uh, repercussions but like you said I don't know too much and I'm like what I'm saying take take with a grain of salt but like we agree in the event that it is true it's kind of ridiculous um, but I think it, it falls under a hate crime yeah it's ridiculous if you just dead name someone and then someone could sue you if like yeah. someone's doing it repetitively on purpose to well, yeah, like dead name you just because they're yeah, like they're you know what, what transgender fuck? people don't exist fuck you your name is mark with a k well, not with yeah. a q my uh i think my second episode on this podcast was with my friend who's transgendered uh she goes by jessica now um but she's gone through like an evolution of her name uh her um birth name was mike and then she went to uh julia then she went to Jasmine, and now she's finally on Jessica. That's where she's chosen. So I'm like, I'm always changing it. Like, her name, my phone is still Julia. Um, but, like, that's kind of a thing with her and I. Uh, where, like, I, your fo- your name's Julia in my phone. It's funny, aha. But um, it's very interesting because I, I would ask her what her evolution of her name was and what it means to her. And most of the time, 
it's actually people like her that are transgender that care the least about it. Like, if someone dead names her, she's probably going to care a lot less than, like, I would for her, you know? By dead name, do you mean, like, her birth name? Yeah, birth name. Her birth name, yeah. Like, if someone called her by her birth name, I'd be probably more offended for her and be like, bro, that's not cool. Why would you do that? And she'd be like, whatever. I feel like some people, like, again, it's, like, one of those things, like, it really depends the person. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, it's always circumstantial. I mean, like, and if you ever general generalize an entire group of people, you're always going to be wrong. So, no, it's definitely at an individual level. That's what she's like. It's yeah. one of those things, like, if you're dead naming someone on purpose, you're a fucking asshole and get over yourself. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're calling someone, like, anything that's, you know, stupid or mean, you're out, yeah, you're an asshole. Literally. It's just one of those things, like, oh, I'm far. Hold on. Re- pause. Mic awareness, baby. My, mic awareness. Yeah, I gave her a lesson before the, the show for mic awareness. Yeah, I have a habit of moving a lot when I talk. The Italian me. That's fine. What can I say? That's fine. And um, it's just one of those things, like, when people would purposely den name Kari, it would genuinely get on my nerves, and it hurt them. You know what I mean? Because it's one of those things, like, I'm not that person. Just because I was born into that body doesn't mean that's me. Well, you know, I'm more yeah. than my body. Yeah. Yep. I mean, like, I say this to people that you're not, if you're young and like you're still in high school, um, or even if you're like in your uh, associate's degree and you're, and you're young or your first job, whatever, if you're in your hometown, you're not going to get anything you want. You're not going to be able to be yourself in, until you've met new people and, and moved away. Because if you expect that of people in your hometown and you think this is life, this is what life is going to do. They're going to shit on me. They're going to be mean to me. You're probably not living in the right place. And I, I'm telling you right now, and I'm not saying this to you. I'm telling this to like anyone that's listening out there. Um, if you feel lonely right now where you are, you don't feel like you're respected or loved enough. It's probably because you're not in the right place and growing up with people that have this one kind of mindset about who you are Mm -hmm. and then expecting to change that mindset overnight or even over a year. It's honestly asking a lot, you know, of a thousand people in your hometown. So once you move away, once you get somewhere else, you're going to be able to create your own life and then you'll be happy. So if you're like in a moment or in a time in your life where you get shit, like your friend was getting, Yo, it's not they didn't get it often, to yeah, be quite but honest. But even then, but even then, it's like as soon as you're you know, you're away from this plane, you you find your own stuff, you you go to college, it's gonna change. Yeah. Well for me, like, I mean, I haven't talked to them in years, to be quite honest with you. They were just always like the nicest person. And I feel like there was just one person who just kept questioning. They weren't like yeah. necessarily dead naming. They were just like, Why? Why? Like, you don't need my whole point was like, you don't need to know why to have basic human respect you don't need uh you're they don't owe you an explanation they're telling you how to refer to them and you just need to respect that so on set for uh funding productions who what's like the chain of command if, if something that and it doesn't have to be about like dead naming somebody or being disrespectful but like just when something goes wrong whether it's like someone actually gets physically hurt or when someone's being you know just disrespectful for in, in any way what what what's what's the game plan like what do you what, what do you do like like physically hurt or like if someone's like getting low-key well, bullied well let's do both let's do both if like, say someone's on your set and you're not there to see it right let's say two actors are practicing their lines and one of them trips and falls or a prop hits them and they get cut open what would be the chain of command obviously they call 911 stuff but like when do you get involved right away okay i'm probably first person they would talk to and what would you do about someone that was being verbally abusive like oh they're out yeah i'm not here for 
I am all about inclusivity. I don't care if you're Republican. I don't care if you're Democrat. I'm here for basic human respect. Mm -hmm. And if you cannot give someone basic human respect, and if you're making fun of them, let's say you're like like an ableist comment, a sexist comment, a racist comment, you're out. I'm sorry. Like, it's one of those things where I will give you, like, a slight warning and be like, hey, don't say that. Say it again. You're out. Mm -hmm. That's what happened with that scenario. Um, It was a three-hour Well, I wasn't... The scenario uh, you're talking about, the one I know of, right? Yeah. The scenario I was talking about is uh, something that happened private, not privately, but, like, privately within the uh, Friendly Good Production, uh, you know, group. Um, So when I'm about to tell her that, like, I wasn't really there for that. I saw the end of it, so I have no idea what really happened. Um, but it had something to do with, like, respect and stuff, as far as I know. Well, pretty much this person said that I had to prove that I was sexually assaulted. Okay. And I was, like, and I, I wasn't going to the cops just to say something. They, I had to prove it to them because all women are liars when it comes to that. Is pretty much the basis of what they were saying. Is that what they said? Yes. That all women are liars? Yes. And I wasn't going to deal with that. It's one of those things like this is, at the end of the day, my future, my company with my boyfriend, and this is something we want to flourish. I'm not going to get canceled Yeah. because you have some weird sexist view of women. At the end of the day, I could take it. You know what I mean? Like if someone wants to tell me that I'm a liar, go right ahead. I'll be your punching bag. I I don't care. One of the things is like I know like both – men and women kind of suffer from people, you know, I know you, st- like, I don't know what your situation was, but, like, a lot of um women are afraid to go to the police because then their lives get, like, kind of, like, not ruined, but, like, they, um a piece of them is revealed to the world that they didn't want revealed. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of reasons why they don't go to the cops. And then uh, a lot of men will do the same things, not about, like, sexual abuse. Most of the times, uh, though, they won't, but men won't go to, like, people for emotional help. So, I'm like, there's, each um, sex has a different thing that they won't go seek help for. And I think when people, unfortunately, it really sucks. But when people, men or women, don't go to uh, tell someone what happened, it hurts the whole. But then also, it's like, yeah, when people people will lie and then ruin the lives of someone else. If a man lies about a woman or a woman lies about a man, it ruins their life. So I understand him wanting proof. But then again, it's not your job to prove it to him. It's... um. It's your job, you know, take care of yourself. And if he wants proof or stuff like that, then, you know, he's probably become a cop or something. But it's also one of those things, like, put this, I guess, diplomatically, in a sense. Um, Only 4%, I'm pretty sure, of rape cases come out as false. And 97% of women have said they have been sexually assaulted. Um, That's... Pretty big. So you're gap saying four percent come out as false, and what was the other? Ninety-seven percent of women say they've been sexually assaulted in some way. So then, yeah. So that also statistics are weird of uh, the way you um you uh you write them out because if four percent of them, only four percent are false. Um, the only person I would ever need to prove that I was ever raped to would be the police if I ever did decide to go forward with that, which I know I don't have a case. And most uh-huh. of the time that it's not going to be prosecuted, especially in America when men that are rapists, even women like teachers that take advantage of little boys, they don't get a high enough jail sentence. But then like marijuana charges will go up to like 20 years. Do you want to ask if I ask you why you brought it up to the group? Oh, actually, it wasn't. Br- it was brought to me. Because I wasn't me. there for the beginning. It was brought to me because 
this person was trying to be problematic and saying stuff like uh, the gender gap of like the gender wage gap doesn't exist, which is you can have that opinion. It doesn't affect me, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was providing evidence because I believe the wage, excuse me, uh, the wage gap does exist. And I was providing evidence and every single evidence I was bringing to them was saying, oh, no, that's not true. That's a poll. That's poll. That's poll. I can understand that. But then they were starting to come for me personally. And I'm not going to deal with being belittled in my own company group. Yeah. I th- I don't want to get into that because I want to get into something else, actually. But yeah. I, I would – might be because I don't I know enough, but I feel like I, I know enough to have this opinion. I don't agree with the wage gap when it comes to um, – like black and white, it's definitely true. I think there's a, a lot that goes into it statistically mm-hmm. um, and culturally uh, when like who ch- chooses what job, whatever. But I think it sucks when you talk to somebody and they might not have been, you know, fortified enough to have that conversation yet. So instead of, you know, doing their own research or, or combating your statement with another statement of their own, they attack you as an individual. That's, uh, that's a logical fallacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anyone has a, an opinion that they think is right, the last thing you should do is attack the opponent's character, and the first thing you should do is attack their argument. So if he's attacking your character, or you know, attacking just anything about you as a person, then I mean, he's already lost. Yeah, and honestly, e- even even if he was right, the way he went about it made him lose. Exactly, and it's one of those things. Like again, like I told you, I'm a poli sci major. It's literally yeah. my thing to talk about politics. I'm very good at it. I'm very good at debating. Yeah. I've always have been. I always will be. You know, I'm always going to stand up for what I believe is right, and I'm uh, not going to, like, just back down because it makes me uncomfortable or anything. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I was more getting worried for the other people in the chat and what they were hearing. And Well, yeah, because you're trying to, like, open quote, end quote, run a, run a business. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not that's not professional talk, which is another good reason why you separated different chats for different things. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm, like, running small or large, r- running a business, there is no room for, uh, you know, talking like that. Even if you're right, because obviously like, you don't take your emotions to work. Yeah. And honestly, I again, I've taken like debate classes. I, I know how to debate pretty dang well. Um, the number one thing I've learned about debating overall, this is fun fact for you, I guess, is you don't have to prove yourself right. You just have to prove the other wrong. Well, that's rhetoric. That's persuasive yeah, speech. I literally it's took a rhetoric class. Because, and you're right. I don't think that's the quickest way to find the answers or be. Oh, no. It's just to win the debate. Which is which is a good strategy to have, but overall it harms society. Um, I, I'm not saying I don't do that. I do the same thing. I mean, like, for most people out there, the best way to uh, have an argument, or, or if, you, if you're having an, an actual argument, and it's not just like, we're trying to figure this out together. If you have an actual argument, the best way you can uh, win the argument is to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they're not going to have an answer. Exactly. And, it, and it, it's one of the things in rhetoric that you know, you learn how to do it. Just, you know, keep asking them, keep asking them. And they get so caught up in having and thinking that they have to answer you. They forget to ask you questions. Yep. Um, and I feel like I'm kind of disarming myself by saying that, but most of the time I do feel like I, you know, have an assortment of, you know, weapons when it comes to having a discussion with someone, but you're right. That way of doing it, it usually ends up putting you on top. Especially if you're trying to like win an election or something. I'm like, that's how you do it. Yeah. Um, but like when it comes to, you know, figuring out the truth, it's definitely not the best oh, way. No, not that that's what you were not. doing. Not that you weren't doing that in this no. conversation, in the 
uh, with this problem you guys had. Yeah. But, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, it's one of those things, like, because the, like, human brain, I guess, to explain it, like, if you and I were having a debate right now, mm-hmm. I have officially proved you wrong. Now the audience is going to think I'm right. That's one of the other problems, I've yeah. Because I you wrong. I can't stand, I wish in presidential ab- debates and stuff there was no audience. Because usually the person who ends up winning the debate is who's getting more claps. But if there was no audience, they'd actually have to listen to what the person was saying. Mm-hmm. I, Not so, look at the fly. Yeah, I hate how there's audiences in debates because it ruins it. It's mob mentality. It's it's like a placebo. You hear more, you feel more, you know? So it's like I the claps, the cheers, I don't, I think it, it, devalues and handicaps uh intelligent conversation i agree but it 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 does help the person who's winning though of course it's also one of those things like when you are actually like debating someone or like just like having like a very serious conversation having just another good partner there like you've had danny on the podcast me and danny have literally sat in his backyard for like four hours debating religion for Danny hours. and I talked about religion on the podcast. Yeah, because was, I, yeah, he, we're complete opposite. He, I'm very, like, idealist when it comes to politics. Mm-hmm. He's very realist when it comes to politics. I'm very realist when it comes to religion. He's very idealistic well, when it comes to religion. that's one of the reasons why I said to Ava, so two things. Um, Ava wants to pursue a career in politics, so it's one of the reasons why she's very passionate about this. But and I also told Ava that, for no other reason, just because I thought it was interesting, I'm... I'm in the process of reading all the religious texts that oh, yeah. I can get my hands on because I, I just want the knowledge of, you know, what people have. <laughs> you can just put him on the floor, honestly. Oh, so, no, he's, he's the homie. All right, so you got to, like, pull his legs. He's going to click, yeah. Just play with it and figure it out. Yeah. There you go. If anyone's listening, there's a skeleton on the set, like a plastic skeleton just fell on her. Okay. Um, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He's going to sleep now. So as I was saying, I I'm reading a lot of, a lot of religious texts for the one of the biggest reasons because I want to be able to talk to people about. It. I want to be able to debate, argue, and um, I don't know what you and Danny's argument or conversation was about, but um, a lot of the things religiously when it talks about, like we were just talking about, like kosher before. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the reasons why you can't eat those things is not because. God's like, this is how it is, and you just got to suck it up. I mean, that's kind of how it says it in the in the Bible. But honestly, I mean, like, if you, if you look back, like, anthropo- anthropologically, I, can't, I can never say that word. Anthropologically? Uh, yeah. Um, if you look back, like, at it like that, and archeo- archaeologically, oh, my gosh, um, and just you, you study all that stuff in history, they're really telling you not to eat pig because pigs carry disease. Yeah. You know, they're not, they're telling you you can't do this, this, or that because it carries disease. It's, it's just... But then some of it is weird. I mean, like, all the sacrifices you do, they call them holocausts. Like, Oh, Jesus. They talk about, like, cutting goats open and, and melting their fat on an altar. And then it's weird. They do some weird stuff. But, I mean, like, a lot of it, even, like, um, like they're against incest. They say, don't do this, this, or that, because it's mean to do it, basically mean to do it to your, your wife or your brother's, uh, your brother's wife or whatever. Um, but, honestly, it's like, don't do Do you mean inc- incest? Yeah. What did I say? Did I say, didn't I say that? No, no, you did, but I would think you would mean more like abuse or something. No, because like no, 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 no. I'm saying that. Um, well, no, I'm saying in the Bible they don't want incest. Oh, okay. But what what do you think I said? I don't know. I was I was confused. Okay. I, I I lost. I one got of lost. The th- one of the things that they don't want incest, and obviously it's like, oh yeah, don't do that because you know in the Bible says it's just mean to do it. But honestly, if you look back, like no, people are saying don't do it because it's going to make deformed children. 
I'm like, it's going to be bad for, I'm like, after like two or three generations, it's not good. Um, so there's more, there's a bigger reason for what it says in the Bible. But then when you say you're a straight shooter, when it comes to religion, if you look at the Bible, like straightforward, it gets really confusing. It gets really weird and really bad sometimes. Yeah. I'm one of those people that also is just like, I'm, I'm quite a nihilist. Just call me a coward. Big I, Lebowski. No, I kind of like, I, 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 sometimes I call myself a nihilist, honestly. Yeah. No, I actually like grew up like, I grew up on Descartes, honestly, instead of the Bible, which is so weird. Descartes. Descartes. My homie, favorite philosopher. I mean, like it's like nihilism and Buddhism is kind of the same thing. The only the only difference is that Buddhism, you got a little bit more love in your heart. Yeah, you know, I was baptized Buddhist before I was baptized Catholic. Didn't know you could be baptized in Buddhism. Well, Buddhism. I don't know what the equivalent would be, but my mom told me that. She said I was Buddhist before I was Catholic, and that's why I was baptized Catholic when I was like eight instead of baptized as a baby. Huh. Weird family. I don't know. I had a weird upbringing overall. Yeah. Artists having kids is just weird. Yeah, of course. Um, of course. So, just overall, you know, just, I don't even know. I mean, like, so... Like, the Bible's just weird overall, because it just doesn't make the most sense to me. And I'm well, one of those that's because most people complain, they're complaining about the Old Testament, which is not what Catholics, at least, believe in anymore. Mm-hmm. They believe in the New Testament, which basically, and I haven't read the New Testament yet, however, basically, it just talks about, hey, man, everyone's going to do something wrong. I'm telling you right here and right now, if you do, if you do something that's sinful... Don't worry about it, man. You're just human. That's basically the gist of the New Testament. Most of the complaints people have where it talks about, like, you can't be gay or you can't... Like uh, in Leviticus. Is, yeah, all the Leviticus laws are ridiculous. Um, right. The Old Testament is the most, you know... It, it keeps you in the most chains. But in Catholicism, they don't even follow the uh, Old Testament anymore. Mm-hmm. But in, like, a lot of strict Jewish religions, they do. Um, so, I'm like, when people get angry at it, it's, it's kind of weird. But then they also forget about... You know, Buddhism, uh, Muslim, they, they like, there's a lot of religions that do a lot of bad things. I think the only reason why a lot of people in America get angry about the Bible is because that's the dominant religion in this country. That's true. So that's really the, the that's like punching up. You yeah. Know? I mean, we're also mainly Catholic because uh, isn't like, actually, I don't want to speak on that because I actually have n- no idea what I'm talking about. Because I remember reading something like majority of them. Am- like, a majority of Americans are white, but, like, the number one spoken language in America is actually Spanish, not English. I could I could believe that, honestly. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if, you, if you're considering all bilingual people as well. I guess. I don't know. I was going to say something, but then I thought about it, and I was just like, no, that's that's probably I mean, not like, true. It, it probably isn't, but, like, if someone told me that, I wouldn't, like, be like, whoa. Like, I'd be like, all right, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But overall, like, for me, like, religion's just one of those things, like, again, like, I was a nihilist. There's nothing really to prove it to me and Danny said himself like he's experienced things where he believes that that was a sign from God well it comes out of faith yeah and for me it's like one of those things like I was always always told as a kid I had a horseshoe stuck up my ass so I just bring it down to luck nice you know <laughs> what I mean so it's just one of those well, things yeah I'm like well that's that's what divides a lot of people with religion it, it, it's where your faith lies and most religion is is faith-based and that's where the beauty of it comes in where it's like i i am whether you devout your life to a religion or you just you know subscribe to a little bit if you have faith that you know someone's there and someone's looking out for you or there there's a purpose i think religion was you know made because people are afraid to be alone Mm -hmm. Um, i agree with that completely they don't want to just like be buried in the dirt i do think your conscience goes somewhere though I don't know where. I guess I would we be more are, agnostic. We, we did, I can tell you all. I, we don't have too much more time. But after the episode, I can fill your brain about shit like that. Yeah. But 
yeah, I think religion was mostly made because people are, are lonely and they want answers and they want to feel like there's a place afterwards, um, whether or not it be true. Um, so it's faith-based because people want something. They want to love something. They want something else to love them. So that's what divides people like that. And then people like you, um, in, in, in your point of view, is more like uh, I see, therefore it is. So it's like... I think, therefore I am. Um, well, I think therefore I am that 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 shows. I feel like I think therefore I am is more about faith based, whereas y- you're, and this is the way I see it. It doesn't that doesn't mean that's the way you see it. The way you see it is like um, you're more like I want therefore I am, um, because if it, if it wasn't for you being being in existence, then there would be no purpose. Whereas for people that have faith, there is purpose because they exist. Yes, but I don't think genuinely like. This might be like a little dark, I guess, but I don't think life has really any purpose that's other okay. than yeah, to like reproduce. That. Well, that's you know what I mean. Nihilism. We yeah. make thing like my dad explained it the best, honestly. Like things can have like meaning that doesn't mean they're meaningful. I know that I might know, sound I weird. I understand what you're saying. Like, okay, this is the best way I can describe it. Humans are meaning-making machines, right? Like, why is this called the glass, right? Because humans made it be called a glass. They gave it that meaning. You know what I mean? Uh, my name is Ava because my mom named me Ava and made me have a purpose by giving me a name and made me feel special. If I was just thrown out to the dirt and I was just nameless, uh, desert with no name, <laughs> good song, um, <laughs> I would mean nothing. I would not mean anything to anyone. Does that mean, like, for instance, like, Vinny by himself, let's say, right? would mean just means nothing okay i have meaning for him because he's my boyfriend and i love him and you're allowed to have like emotions but that doesn't mean like looking at at it from like an objective point of view because we always look at life through a subjective point of view right Mm -hmm. like we give things meaning like we don't like this person we love this person yes right but by myself just as is if i just stood here i have absolutely no meaning to my life i give it meaning because i'm a meaning making machine but I have no meaning whatsoever. I understand what you're saying, and th- and and that is basic. That is very, uh, you know, cl- classically nihilist. Yeah. And I, wh- I, I, when people say, n- every time I use the word nihilist, it sounds like I'm trying to be mean, but I'm not. I um, mean, you could thank the Big Lebowski for that one. Yeah, because yeah, but coward. But I that that is that is nihilist. That is, that is like the basics, like right, right. Um. But I think there's this guy that I work around. He, he's uh, he works out at the gym I work at. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we kind of have this joke where um, he'll come in and he'll ask, Mark, what's the meaning of life today? And every day I'll like come up with a new answer, even though like I'm one of the most, you know, pragmatic, cynical, nihilistic people I know. Mm-hmm. Um, every day I come up with something new. And thing is, right, is what you just said exactly. It's like we, we put meaning to life because we need it. Otherwise, we we ourselves, you know, forget who we are and what we're supposed to be and what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. But I think that is what, you know, like the meaning of life is, where it's like, what do you, what do you see, right? If, if we knew everything, if we knew everything, we would have nothing. If, if we did space travel, we went to different dimensions, if we literally had everything, there was nothing else to discover, we would go mad. They, dis- they did this experiment with uh, rats or mice where they gave them an infinite amount of food. Um, I forget what it's called, but once they didn't have to work for anything anymore, once they didn't have any more problems to solve, it was oblivion. It was crazy. So I think our purpose as humans, like you said, is to find purpose. 
And as long as there's always purpose to be sought after, we will eternally have purpose. I agree that that philosophy can make sense. But for me, mm-hmm. it just, I don't think. Well, it's, it's man-made purpose. Yeah, exactly. Like for me in life, like my life has no purpose. Like how you were saying, like my life has no purpose until I give it meaning. I agree with that 110%. Do I think that is the meaning of life? No, I literally think the meaning of life. We're an animal. Where mm-hmm. our whole thing is to keep our species alive and we're just here to reproduce and that's it. What I want to do in that time prior to that is Can I ask a question nothing. then? Yeah. What drives you to want things in the morning? I just, my body needs it. Yeah? Like, if I need, like, water, yeah. I mean, like, that's one of those things, like, it's animalistic. Do, do I have goals? I gave my life meaning, right? Mm-hmm. I gave that to myself. So that's one of those things, like, I don't, that's, I think that's also why I'm pretty alpha overall. Like, I don't look at other people for validation, and I know a lot of people do, and that's fine. Like, do you, boo-boo? But overall, like, once, I also think it helped me, like, a lot mental. Like, I had a lot of mental health issues growing up. Mm-hmm. And I just think once you take your life so seriously, it's not fun anymore. If you go throughout life, like, my life means nothing. I could do whatever I want, right? This is my, like, it's a blank canvas. This is my playing field. I could do what I want. Who's going to stop me? Who is genuinely going to stop me? From doing whatever I want with my body and my life. Do you think there's a purpose in leaving behind a legacy or does that not matter? No. Because at the end of the day, more philosophy. The past doesn't exist. The future doesn't exist. We can always act in accordance. Depends on who you ask. No. I no, have even, a whole philosophy even like, No, about even this. like scientists, it depends on who you ask. Oh, true. But like for me, like I guess in my philosophical mind, I grew up with a lot of philosophy and I like took a lot of philosophy yeah, I, classes I just, growing up. I think the last philosophical book I just read is... Uh, it's Epictetus. It's behind Brave New World, the white one, yeah, Brave New World, fourth. and then uh, Epictetus. Um, oh yeah, I see it. I see it. That's the last it. one I just I read. Nice. Which was like a month ago. Yeah. No. Like, what was I saying? Your oh, f- the past. Like, show me the past. Show me the past. Mm-hmm. Make it meaningful, because all it is like. So when, how do I best describe this? Me and you will have two different scenarios of what happened today. We'll have a different scenario about what happened 10 minutes ago. It didn't happen. Like, it happened, but it's not currently happening. It doesn't exist anymore. What we can do is act in accord with the future. You know, that's actually really scary that you say that, because that's one of the premises of 1984, the dystopian novel. It's not the one, like, oh, no, I'm thinking of Animal Farm. Where, it's the same author, though. Yeah. Where he, where the guy says... The reason why we're able to make people succumb to this dystopia, like the reason why we're able to have all this control is because you have no proof that what happened 10 minutes ago actually happened. The past doesn't exist, yeah. only the present, which is a nihilistic point of view. And it's why, and like, I don't want to say anything bad, but it's like one of the reasons why the world crumbled is people lost the ability to, you know, remi- the reminisce over the past. It's one of those things like the past and the future doesn't exist and the truth and doesn't exist. All there is is now and what is happening right now. And I feel like once, like, life takes that toll and, like, you finally, like, accept that, like, you feel free in a way. Like, uh, okay, what ha- like, let's say, like, I had something in really, like, I'm a waitress, right? Say I'm carrying, like, a tray full of dishes. I trip and fall. It's really embarrassing for me, right? Whatever. 
how I get over it personally is, oh, doesn't exist anymore. It's just a fallacy. Like no one knows if that actually happened or not. They can all say it happened, but no one has proof that it happened. So it's I mean, done. like then it's 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 your perception of the world versus others. Yeah, but and perception is so. If you key. can if you can live that way, I mean, it's, it it does sound very freeing. Um, unfortunately, I think when you like in politics, it's not going to be like that for you. Oh I yeah, think. no, obviously. So if that's where you want to go in your life, although you might have that lifestyle and that ideology, everyone else won't. Oh no, I know. Um, so you're in the event that you're able to obtain that career, um, you're going to have to like house two different lifestyles. Oh no. This is going to be kind of annoying. Um, but I understand what you're saying completely and you're, you're making sense logically. Um, there's no way for me to be like, oh yeah, but what if this, um, the only things I could say are things that are also speculation, just as uh, your what you're saying is a philosophy, your own personal philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other thing that I can say, which is it doesn't even combat what you're saying, it's just the other half of you know living. It's that you can think the way you're thinking, and for some people, including yourself, it's really good. It, it's really freeing. It makes them feel feel good. Um, and for many lifestyles, it's the right way of living. Um, but then the other way for a lot of people, including people that, ha- that have faith-based beliefs, is that you can't do that for them. Um, and sometimes even for myself, where it's like, it's hard for me to be able to accept living unless there's something, gr- there's a greater purpose for it. And I know that sounds so outlandish. It's like, bro, you stop thinking so high, stop thinking you're good enough to be a part of this grand scheme. But um, it makes life e- living easier. But you, know? you can have a purpose without having meaning. They're like those aren't synonyms. Do you get what I mean? Like me, me my purpose in life is personally like my philosophy of life is just to be happy and to be like make sure that like firstly personally excuse me I like making money that makes me happy. I'm a little money whore. Just wait until the petrol dollar doesn't mean anything anymore. Oh God, don't say that. Um, it's gonna happen. Which we'll call it. Um. You know, and I give myself purpose to live, purpose to keep going. But that doesn't mean what my purpose is. My purpose doesn't have saying. meaning. No, I know what you're saying. I know, like, like your your purpose could be very um, intimate. It could be, like, my purpose for today, my purpose for the month, my purpose yeah. for the week. Um, and, 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 and meaning is different. I, I think what I'm trying to say is, though, um, when it, like, day to day, no one's really thinking about this. But when you're, like, alone at night or you're in the shower or when you are you and no one else is there to witness you being yourself, um, that's when you have to like be like, okay, what, who am I? What am I? Mm-hmm. And that's that's why I'm saying for a lot of people, it's easier to accept being alive if you can imagine that there's a reason why you're alive or imagine that this is this is a story and you get to contribute a verse, right? And sometimes I'm like you, sometimes I'm like them. I flow, right? I'm, I'm fluid with that, but... um. Yeah, no, nothing you said I can I can say is wrong, obviously. No, I, I don't, like, yeah. see, like, when Danny says stuff, this is going full circle, like, when Danny says stuff about religion, I'm, like, the whole point of this, literally. Um, me and Danny can disagree uh-huh. about things, but we still have, like, very mutual respect for each other. You know what I mean? That we both understand be, our views. The way it should be. You know what I mean? And, like, whatever helps you get through life, whatever, it's going to be a bumpy road no matter what. Personally, for me, I just find it easier instead of, like, being, like, looking to a greater 
God and like asking for forgiveness and like almost like permission for things. You know what I mean? I don't want, I want to have control over my life and not like be like almost satanic in a way, like a real satanic, not like, oh, I praise Lucifer. Like what actual Satanism is. No, no, I know what Satanism is. I know what exactly what it is. Yeah. Almost like praising like the nature around you and who you are and like being like your own God and your own like, um, higher power because at the end of the day there's who's really going to care more about you than you you know what i mean does that make any sense yeah. like no i understand but even you saying before that you believe your consciousness arrives somewhere else or, or something happens to your consciousness i feel like that's enough for you to be able to that's a place to put your your faith because i feel like personally for someone to say um there's absolute nothingness. I feel like that's people do it. Yeah. Like it's scary. And the only people that do that are those who are able to forget about it. Like yeah. not think about it very often. But for those people that are, do think about it very often or like that people that are like it always comes back to them or like their life is like really depressing or shitty or it's like they gotta think about something to keep them hanging on. Even that little bit where it's like I, I think therefore I am. Perhaps like you know what DMT is? Oh yeah, like it's like kinda like L S D, right? It's different. It's, it's different, but like same feel. Like no, don't, don't they all share like as high? It's way, Miley Cyrus did. It, it's way different. Um, DMT is a chemical that's made in every single living thing. Um, naturally, it's in your brain right now. Um, and people say that that's where God is. That's where that's where we're connected. You ever watch the movie Avatar with the blue people? Yes. That's the thing. It's like imagine that, but real. That's what DMT is. DMT is not fictional. It's real. Um, and it's made in human, human and other animal and plant bodies, and we don't really know why yet. Um, and people are saying maybe, and maybe that's what consciousness is. Maybe that's the thing we don't understand yet, and maybe that's what God is. And this this veil around us, that's where our consciousness goes into that thing, which literally connects every single living being. So I mean, like even just things like that suggesting or maybe thinking that you're con- something something has to go somewhere that's enough to be like yeah this makes sense but then the nihilism is perfect too in that scheme of things where it's like no matter what happens to me when i die everything i do while i'm living means nothing i could understand that completely mm-hmm. but um i don't know that's Sli- like slight fallacy in my mind i guess cuz for me like i don't believe like our conscious goes like elsewhere like a like a like a heaven or a hell i kind of like what is that middle ground called purgatory yeah kind of like there but like on earth like almost like ghosts yeah you know? like well, we're all just it, it could be a collect it could be a collective consciousness yeah um but which is one of the things dmt talked about where's like this this dimension or this other world which perhaps we go when we die is like here with us we just aren't like vibrating at the same place for us to be able to, to witness it um, or it takes place in the same time. That's when we, when I, before I said people believe there's a past and future because time, cause time doesn't move linearly. It mm-hmm. moves like a, like a web. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like if you look at the way, uh, you know, light shines off of planets, I mean, like if a billion year, a planet, a billion light years away looked at our planet, they would see dinosaurs because that's how fast light travels. But presently there are no dinosaurs on this planet. They're just seeing dinosaurs because the light hasn't made it to them yet. So it's like, Cool fact, you didn't know that. Um, so these things that we don't like, we're talking about things you and I don't really know what we're talking about, right? Yeah, so it's like 
there there's the chance that there's there's things that exist that are able to house beliefs like nihilism and nihilism might make the most sense cuz yeah no f- shit doesn't fucking matter yeah but then there could always be a place you go i mean like i don't know it's Where you get like judgment it. almost like yeah. uh did you do good enough in your like yeah. for me if i go throughout like let's say there is a god and he's going to judge me right yeah i want to at least fully live my life out being as happy as I can. And I feel like of course your God shouldn't be like, Oh, you had sex before yes. you were married, you dumb whore. That's absolutely the, that's to the hell. problem with religion. And that's the problem between the New and the Old Testament, as we said before, is that a lot of people have a bad relationship with Catholicism in this country. Because of the Old Testament. Because of the Old Testament and because it's the dominant religion in this country, or at least it's, that's what they say it is. Um Whereas the New Testament, I, I'm not very religious, but literally it's like Jesus died for your sins yeah. so you could sin all the time. I literally saw a TikTok about that the other day. No, or no, literally today the guy was like, oh, did J- Jesus die for nothing? Go out and do drugs, and do kids. Drugs. But I mean, like, he, he didn't die so you could be an asshole. He's like, listen, you're human. Be human. That's what you were made to do. You yeah. were made to be human, not to be, you know, a caricature of what we think human should be. Mm-hmm. So... Go be human. That was the, that's the point. And so a lot of people that get upset about religion stems from a lot of the old stuff where the old stuff, the rules that they made was mostly because back then they didn't have antiseptics. I mean, like, they literally, I just finished reading Leviticus where it talks about if a man or woman has things leaking out of their body, whether, whether it's uh, menstrual blood or if it's... Um, they would have to, like, what, the menstrual blood, they would, they have, would to, have to go, like... They're, all of them would go together almost like in like uh sorry in like a tent thing yeah and they would just bleed well yeah because and, and but also same with men if anything was leaking out of them um it, it said it I just finished reading it um people think oh how dare they they're women are people too or men shouldn't be shunned just because they're having you know they you keep going to the bathroom like on the but the point is they didn't have antiseptics it's like you're the fluids coming out of your body can culture and create disease. So for seven days, can you please just go over there? We made a house for you. Just hang out. So it was like back then, that's how it was. And people read things like the Old Testament now thinking, oh, how dare they? But that w- it was written 3,000 years ago. Yeah. If it was even... My also whole thing with the Bible, it's like there's no real author. Well, you know, it, it's it, a bunch it of short dis- stories. It was disciples. Yeah it, was, yeah. it was people that were part of the religion. And all we could think... In my head, right, when it comes to the Bible, I'm like, what if this is just a bunch of, like, old dudes with, like, a narcissism complex wanting to be a prophet? Yeah, I've had that thought. I've had that thought, but going back to what you said before, um, we're like, and I don't want to sh- twist or stretch your words too far because you, I, I mean, you didn't say any of this, but what I said compared to what you said, uh, you know, adding it together. With, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Consciousness, consciousness may go somewhere, and then me talking about, like, DMT and then um, different dimensions and stuff, and collective consciousness um they said that the people that wrote the bible the uh, holy spirit worked through them whatever the holy spirit is whether that's fucking aliens or if it's like you know literally the dmt DMT or um uh, collect uh collective consciousness that's what it could be um so i mean like i don't know i think a lot of the names they give like the holy spirit sounds really religious and scares people yeah so but that's that's the thing i mean like Am I going to believe a man that just wrote something because he felt like it sounded cool? No. But, like, when you say something like, Holy Spirit, I'm like, oh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe something's there. I don't know. But that's why I'm reading these books. Yeah. Because I want to compare them. I want to know. 
and that's why like I read books about drugs and I and I and I read books about like um South American religions and about ayahuasca and I'm going crazy with that stuff. Um I also something I learned about the Bible like overall like again like not too religious but I went to a lot of religious schools that's Yeah. Okay, side side story, right? I know how to say almost the Old Testament in order. Like the, like the, the book the names? Really? Like Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, 1st, 2nd Samuel, 1st, 2nd Kings, 1st, 2nd Nehemiah, and so on and so forth. I'm not going to say the entire Leviticus Old Testament. Leviticus is fucking boring, by the way. Yeah, I don't like so it. So boring. I grew up in South, like, 5th and 6th grade South Carolina, Christian school, you know, figuring out my sexuality, had a crush on a girl, got made fun of low-key, but that's nice. fine. You know, fun times. Um, I forgot what I was saying though. Uh, I keep doing this where I get like a side side That's right, story. Listen, listen, we're almost at two hours. Oh geez, it's been a long podcast. Usually I go to a one forty five. Sometimes I make it to two. Very rarely, um, not because it's like you know it does or doesn't happen. It's just like I usually try to stay at one forty five because people end up having you know less to say and it, and it leaves some in the tank. Um, but like bringing you on, you know, obviously you know a little bit talking about the uh, friendly ghost production was great, and I mean like. There's a lot to that, and mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, like, def- you should definitely come on again, especially when you have something, definitely. like something, um, a movie you're doing, or if wh- whether or not I'm in it doesn't matter. I mean, like, when you're doing something, fucking come on, we'll do this again. Um, but then we, I mean, like, I love this part, the last, yeah. like, 45 minutes talking about this this stuff. It was actually my favorite thing to do with guests. I did it with Danny for, like, I think, I think the last 30 minutes. Um, we got philosophical. I mean, like, that's what conversation is. Yeah. I and mean, you just get into this stuff like that. And definitely. What we did on this episode is we got a piece of the friendly ghost, we got a piece of Ava, and we got a piece of, uh, you know, her political side and, you know, it's how you conduct yourself. So I think it was very good because that's what I wanted. I wanted friendly ghost and I wanted to show a piece of your political side. And although we didn't ask you about your politics, we got to see who you were as a person, which is what really matters when going into politics. So this was this is great. I enjoyed myself. So did I. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, one hundred percent. You, you got to come on again. Definitely. Well, I'm like, I'll, I'll fucking schedule you as soon as you want. Say um, less. So, I think that's it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, I'll put everything in the description. Everything that you have for me from the ghost, your own yeah. Instagram, Facebook, anything, anything you wanna. Uh, My plug the ins- uh, friendly ghost productions Instagram. Um, if you're a female actress, hey buddy, um, we need you. Yeah, come out and join. I'll, us. I'll put that in the chat. Like female actresses wanted, and I'll yeah. like put your whatever. Um, all right, that's it. Thank you so much, guys. I had a fantastic time, and I will see you on the next episode. All right, peace.